know it's been a while Since you had someone to keep you satisfied It must get lonely on the prowl Said you wanted now Cause I got that thing to keep you running Every time Little shawty, let's get active I've been working on my deep stroke, Michael Phelps Let me please you, I won't tease you You won't need nobody else I'm gonna make you beg for it While I got your legs up on this headboard Baby, come right here, relax Bring you close, just like that Do it slow, do it fast Long as you don't get attached Arch that back, make it clap Love it when you take it Like a good girl, good girl Put in work, break a sweat Got your hands round my neck Do it slow, do it fast Promise I'm gon' make it last Arch that back, make it clap Love it when you take it Like a good girl, good girl This is for all my good girls I'ma talk you through it Say that you're shy Change what's on your mind Ain't that right No, this ain't gonna be the last time I don't care about your past love As long as I can be your pastime Keep me up all night So baby, come right here Relax, bring you close Just like that, do it slow Do it fast, as long as you don't get attached Arch that back, make it clap Love it when you take it Like a good girl Good girl Put in work, break a sweat Got your hands round my neck Do it slow, do it fast Promise I'm gon' make it last Arch that back, make it clap Love it when you take it Like a good girl Good Can I jack all on her back? Where is that? Baby, you deep, <laughs> deep, deep. <laughs> Throw it back. What's wrong? Arch that back. Arch that back. Make it clap. Make it clap. I wanna see that they work. See that they work. On this thing if it twerk. Throw that thing if it twerk. <laughs> Who work, 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 baby, now work, who work. Dog, what's your problem, dog? Two. They ain't ready. They ain't ready. They ain't ready. Crew Season Podcast, man. We are back again. This is episode 145. Ciento cuarenta y cinco. This rolls off the tongue. That was fluid right there. I like that was fluid. Ciento cuarenta y cinco. Yeah, yeah. I like that was fluid, man. Kenny T is in the building. OT is in the building. What's good? I am Detroit AC, man. It's another episode of the Crew Season Podcast, man. How y'all boys doing this glorious night? Shit, chilling. Chilling. Just got to take over for Matt. It's Kenny T in the motherfucking building. (laughs) Y'all know what it is. It's moving the motherfucker. <laughs> in a sense, little bitch. In a sense, in a sense, in a sense, we is in the building, man. It's due to my dog, man. He couldn't uh, make it today, man. He gonna, he gonna be back next week, though, man. 
Maggie Clip. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> oh, stand back. Oh, stand back. <laughs> it's crazy. Girl, you know that. what I want. Work, work, work. Yeah, she working her work, work. That's a hit, boy. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Shit. One day, man, I'm, I'm gonna get an engineer in the, in the AR. Y'all need, man. I'm, and, I'm, and that's what I'm trying to do my job. See, that ain't it. See, that's what niggas get fired. LT the vision. LT the vision. Niggas, I need new manager. Everybody. Um, man, we got we got a hell of a docket today, man. Um, without further ado, we gonna get in. Recently, it was a big trial mm. happened uh, mm. featuring former NFL player. Uh, by the name of Travis Randolph. And I'm going to give a little backstory for those who've been living under a rock and ain't been on social media. So basically, he was a he was an NFL player. He used to play for the Giants, uh, play, play for the Dolphins, I think, for for a, a little minute. You know, you end up getting hurt, tore ACL. He was trying to get back in, into the league. But while he was off, you know, he was dating this young lady. I'll call her that. I mean, I, I you know, want to call her other names, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, and in the process of doing this, apparently it was a bit of a toxic relationship. Um, and one night she was over uh, the crib. He was getting ready. He just got an offer to, to the Canadian League. He finally got an opportunity, finally healed up. He was doing rehab in Miami and things of that nature. And that kind of strained the relationship that they had, right? So when he came back in town and they was kicking it, there was a bit of mistrust there. So she pulled up to the crib. They they drinking, you know, just kicking it or whatever. And he ends up stepping outside for a little minute, I think, to talk to his brother. And while he's outside, this woman goes through his phone, um, finds a conversation with a young lady named Kyla. <coughs> um, you know, apparently that was his, you know, friend or whatever. He probably was smashing too, but that's neither here nor there. Ain't gonna put that on my boy. We if don't know. Confirmed. We don't know. Right. <clears throat> but she ended up going through finding that. So when he came back in the house. Of course, she, you know, gave him the full court press. Who is this? What's going on? Bye, 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 bye. Things got a little bit argumentative. Names was being called. You know, it was liquor flowing. Uh, got a bit physical. You know, she was, uh, you know, threatening him and trying to hit him over the head with trophies and things of that nature. And then, you know, once he finally got outside the house, he was like, "Now nah, I got to go back in and get my bag. Got to get my purse, whatever. He's like, all right, get your ass in or whatever. And in the midst of this is what the ring camera called. It's the video that... Went all over the place, showing her trying to get back in the house, and she's swinging on him, punching him in the head, all type of stuff, telling him to get out the way, this, that, and the third. So that, that uh, you know, kind of bleeds into the front yard. She ends up stumbling as he's trying to, you know, defend herself and get up off of him. She ends up stumbling and falling down. Gets up again, tries to swing at him again. He defends himself again. She falls down again. Um, long story long, she ends up leaving. And in the process of leaving, she mad as hell, of course, you know, it was words being exchanged uh, that, that that wasn't too nice. And she goes into her phone, texts her little <clears> brother <throat> and uh, her, her little brother's friend, who she's apparently pretty close with uh, as well. Now, this younger brother is two years younger than her, I think. And she tells him, hey, this man just picked me up and slammed me on the ground twice. Y'all need to come over here and, quote, unquote, shoot his shit up. That was what the text message read. Right, so her brother sees this and of course tries to tries to call Travis, but at this point, um Travis couldn't answer the phone because before she left she took his phone and threw it on the ground and shattered it. So he couldn't get no, you know, whatever. So her brother trying to call him, see what's going on. He ain't answering. So 
is kind of looking away. So he ended up, you know, calling a couple of his homeboys and they pull up to the crib. Now, Travis is staying with his moms at this time. Why, why are you trying to figure it out and get ready to, to move to Canada to go play ball? So uh, her little brother and three other dudes show up to this man's mama's house and, you know, basically like, hey, tell him, tell him, tell him, come outside. I, I want to talk or whatever. So Travis' brother answers the door first, goes outside like, hey, what's going on? They're like, man, we ain't got no issue with you. Where is he at? I want to talk to him. So Travis, you know, uh, he's a licensed gun carrier. Uh, he has a, a SIG pistol and an AR-15 rifle. So, you know, he, he checks the ring camera and see his four dudes out here talking and moving in a very aggressive manner. One of them has no shirt on. Um, so, <laughs> right. You know what time it is. So, you know, I got I got to include that for context. If I look out my ring camera, if it's anybody dudes know what that means. One dude ain't got no shirt on. That mean that's the ignorance right there. <laughs> right. It's, it might get physical when I go out here. You know what I'm saying? So. How did they show up without a shirt on? You know what? Wow. He, on, he took it off. He was ready to go from the door. Exactly. He rolled in the car with his shirt off. Exactly. <laughs> so. It's <laughs> the glistening. <laughs> he was my bad. My bad. My bad. No, it's all good. But just to. Uh, so Travis looks at the camera, sees this. And, you know, he grabs his AR-15 rifle, which so happens to be closest to him. And goes to the door. You know what I'm saying? But he goes out there. He kind of cracks the door like, hey, what's going on? They're like, come outside. I want to talk to you, whatever the case may be. So Travis like, look, all right, I'm going I'm to I'm come out one sec. So he put the gun down, went outside to try to talk to him. they like, man, I heard, you know, they asked him one question before he can answer the dude with the shirt off snuck him. So they get the rumbling out there. Now it's four of them and it's Travis and his brother. So they, you know, jumping him or whatever, both of them. They stomping him out, swinging on him, whatever the case may be. And in the midst of this... Uh, one of the dude with the shirt off ends up reaching in his pocket, pulls out a pistol. So at this point, Travis get up, boom, and he able to get up out of the, you know, scuffle and run back to the crib to go get his gun. When he come back out, now mind you, his mama's outside. She said, y'all stop, y'all chill. this is on the porch front yard. This is on the porch in the front yard at about 11 p.m. at night. All right, so his neighbor's coming outside. What the hell going on? It's arguing, it's loud, it's fighting, people getting jumped. So when Travis run back in the crib, he come back out, three of them jump, jumping on his brother now. And then, you know, one of them is, like, close by his mom. So he go grab that AR, come back outside, like, you know, hey, get up off my brother, blah, blah, blah. So the dude see the AR, took off running toward the toward the car or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so he, you know, he trying to gather himself. Y'all see the video, he run outside, he's stumbling, falling down, holding the gun. <laughs> Mike, he's been drinking, too. Um, but, you know, his brother is, is down the block, maybe like a half a block down, because I guess his brother was trying to get it, get away from him, but they kept following him, kept jumping on him or whatever. So he, he come outside and basically <clears> run toward where his brother at, which so just so happens to be where the car is at, that they drove up in. Another key information, they pulled up and parked about four houses down and walked up. Now, I'm going to let y'all do with that information as y'all will. <laughs> right now, this is somebody that he knows. Somebody they had the right house, too, looking for the right house. Shit. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> long story long, um, it was two of them that brought guns there. Mm. The brother, uh, who's also a, a licensed uh, firearm holder, and the dude with the shirt off, which <clears> is the best friend. <clears throat> now, the other two dudes was there to just, just, you know, for support or whatever. They there to just, you know, make sure it don't get too out of hand. But long story long, Travis go outside, get that get that strap. They, they run... Uh, you know, toward their car after they see that that AR. And then in the process of them getting in the car, they they still back and forth arguing. Now, he hadn't upped the chair. He ain't pointed it at nobody or nothing. He's like, hey, man, y'all get the hell off my brother, blah, 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 blah. Like, y'all need to get up out of here. Like, man, forget you, blah, blah, blah. It's arguing, going back and forth. And then the dude with his shirt off, 
allegedly, according to what Travis says, and according to what the court say, because my boy got acquitted, uh, he ends up pulling out his gun and pointing it at Travis because he ended up running behind the car. Now, the, the car door was open, so he's standing behind the car door arguing back and forth like, you ain't going to do nothing with that, blah, blah. He pulled out his and started pointing it. Now, when he pulled his out and pointed it at Travis, that's when he upped that AR and started letting off. Now, mm-hmm. it was approximately 40 rounds or so that was that was let off from that from that AR fifteen. Now in the process of like how they parked, I gotta I gotta establish this. They parked facing the house. Right. So if Travis is running there and the car is parked, they get in the car, that means the car is facing them. Mm-hmm. They trying to turn around, right? Ooh. So they start the car up and they trying to turn. It's a, it's a pretty slim street. So it ain't nothing you can just whip and get up out of there. So when they when Travis starts shooting, the little brother who was driving tries to, you know, turn the car around. So the car is coming toward him. And he was trying to turn, so he's shooting the whole time. And, you know, he ends up uh, shooting two of them. One of them ended up dying. The other one ended up, you know, wounded or whatever. And, uh, you know, he got taken to the hospital, but he ended up making it. That's the best friend with the shirt off. He ended up making it. The other dude that got shot, he died. So, you know, police come, you know, book him. And it's that in third. He's charged with, you know, uh, one murder and I think three, three attempts. And that's what he's been on trial for recently, right? So all of this stuff came out. Um, there was a trial that happened. There's clips from the trial that have been going viral. The girl who ended up telling the lies, she coming up there basically unapologetic and, and saying what she said. Nah, he slammed me, he this, he that. Like, it's not video out that shows you tripping over your own feet, right? But long story long, somebody lost their life. Uh, goes to trial. He ends up getting acquitted of all charges. <clears throat> So, just giving y'all that synopsis for everybody who ain't been listening. It's been a hell of a trial, man. Um, and, and salute to uh, I think it's Law and Order TV or something like that. That's uh that was broadcasting stuff live. So that's how everybody was watching. That's how the clips was going viral and stuff like that. So that's how it happened. Now I want to get y'all thoughts on it because it all happened over a lie, an mm. argument. She went through the phone, was mad, cussing him out. This, that, and the third. And right, you already know it's going to be I know he'd be crazy. Uh, but yeah, so that that's how it ended up playing out. Somebody lost their life. What's your <clears> thoughts <throat> on it, man? Man. <clears throat> so there was a a bunch of emotions that I had when I first heard about it, of course. And you know, I wanted to do my research and see what the hell was going on. Everybody was talking about the Travis. And Randolph trial, um, right? Is that said that right? Yeah, Travis, Travis Randolph. Um, so you know, I started doing my research, started watching some of the clips. Um, one of the first clips that I did see was the altercation that was outside, mm-hmm. and how she was, you know, putting her hands all on him, and he was defending himself. Um, and then also right after that, they kind of clipped it to the trial part mm-hmm. where she was saying how she never put her hands on him. Right. And so it was like, well, you said you didn't, but this the video evidence or otherwise. So I'm like, okay, okay. So as I'm reading more, I'm reading about the text messages, she talking about go shoot his shit up, and they asking her, what do you what what did you mean by go shoot his shit up? But she for her, she said she didn't mean like not to harm him, just to man, come on man. You say somebody go shoot somebody's shit up you're trying to cause some problems. But um, like I said, I, I had a lot of emotions about it. 
And one thing was that despite despite everything that happened, like this was one of them cases where you can't say that black men don't try to protect their women. Mm. Because this is a young lady who told her brother that she had been assaulted. And so what, what is her brother going to do? He's going to go defend his sister. Plain and simple. Now, it could have been a different way. He did, he did it. You know, he, could have, he didn't have to bring his, his boys. Because if one person show up versus four people showing up at your house, that's, that's a different type of energy. Right. And that's a more than likely different type of outcome. So you showing up to that house, like you, you damn near ready to start some shit. And your nigga outside with no shirt off. Like, so if I come outside and I see a nigga with no shirt off, I'm like, okay, yeah. In my head, I'm definitely got to steal that nigga first because he the one that wants the issue. Right. But anyways, um, that one that you can't say that we don't protect y'all because you see an answer right there and how women be lying. Mm. That's one of the main issues and that happens all the time. And I don't know if you're going to play that video from, what's the name later, but a lot of things like this happen all the time. To where a woman is lying, some issues happen, a man is going to defend her off a fucking lie, and somebody end up losing their life. That happens way too often, and it's not talked about. That happens. I, I didn't hear so many situations about women just lying about stuff out of just embarrassment or, you know, just... It's, it's all embarrassment in whatever kind of way you felt he dished you wrong he did you wrong you know he turned you down whatever and you didn't feel comfortable by it so now you got to tell somebody else to want to handle quote unquote handle the issue mm-hmm. and now you're putting everybody's lives in jeopardy because of because of that lie so sometimes man y'all just got to be careful with what y'all do and how y'all say it too because Things can escalate quickly. I understand that some women want to protect black men, but there are some of y'all out here that just blatantly lying. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, why did this happen? He didn't have to do this. (laughs) Why did they react this way? It all started from that lie. Mm -hmm. It all started from the lie. I get it. You was upset that he stepped out on you or whatever. Cool. But all that extra stuff. So it's like. Wasn't she married? Yes, but she she claims that she was separated. And that's another thing too. For years, that's and, that, another, that, and they were in the process of getting the divorce. That, so, that's her words, not mine. But technically, yes. So you jealous over a man that's not even really your man? Why are you married? <laughs> it's so it's so many layers of the story, but and it really it pisses me off. But at the end of the day, I'm just glad that he got free. He defended himself. Don't show up at my house with four niggas trying to start some shit because some shit gonna go down. Plain and simple. For real. Kenny, what was your initial thoughts when you first seen all these clips and this information coming out? I really avoided watching all of it. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. I really tried to avoid watching all of it. Because, I mean, it's just it's just a sad scenario. Because, for one, she was technically still married. Yep. Two, seen the video of her putting her hands on this man. And three, you got another young man's life taken away from it and she didn't show no remorse for that situation at all none at all right and I mean 
just me personally, if if one of my sisters said, oh, this man put his hands on me, I'm not going to go fight no other man because he put, leave that situation. I'm not putting myself in harm's way, even if I went by myself. That man still could kill me. I'm He's defending himself regardless. You show to his property, trying to fight him, he can still kill you. Here's a, here's a little question, okay, because mm-hmm. I got to provide this context. Travis and the little brother had a bit of a relationship, like a little bro, big bro kind of situation. If, does, if, does that change your view nope. on it? If he didn't answer the phone call, cool. I'll find a way to contact him, but I'm not showing up to nobody's house. Yeah. Especially for deep, and especially by myself, mm-hmm. to go confront somebody about a situation. Because if you show up somebody's house, you you have intentions of putting your hands on somebody. That's just reality. If he tell you something wrong, you're going to put your hands on him. You ain't going to say, okay, well, I just want a confirmation that you actually really did this. <laughs> right. Cool. Because if you're going what? there, you ready to take it. You, you, you are already ready to take it. It don't matter. Honestly, it really don't matter what you say. You ready really to take That's it. That's true. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm just going to be like, hey, well, this is the man you dealt with. I'm, 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 I'm here for you, but I'm not going to go fight this man over there. Because what what's it going to solve? You beat him up, then what? Oh yeah, I told you I get my 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 big brother go beat on you, and then you are gonna go right and back go to right him. back. Yes, yeah, or even if he beat him up, like you know, either way, it's, you going it's, right back it's, to it's him. It's no positive. I'm gonna say leave that situation. You seen what you got into? Get out of that. That's is is wrong on all ends. But unfortunately, a young man lost his life, and she showed no remorse. Oh, I don't remember saying that. Oh, I did. Oh, I remember putting my hands on him. Oh, I did. Oh, well, you know, we all say bad things, you know, and we do. But at a certain age, you got to be like, damn. I violated. I really fucked this up. Mm-hmm. And you know you did it. And it was like, it's it's sad for that certain situation to happen for that young man and, and for Travis Randolph to actually have to go through that. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, and... I mean, I don't even know what comes after this. I mean, it could be another trickle downfall of, oh, well, you killed my little boy, and, and the the laws ain't the the judicial system didn't didn't fare for it. So now I really gotta get you back, regardless. I don't care what they say. I'm still gonna get you back. Now it's like a further on process of always looking behind your back about somebody mm-hmm. trying to get you back because you killed that little brother or the little cousin or that bigger brother or you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, no, I'm not with that. If this is me personally, if my Older sister, little sister, if that happened, I'm not going to go fight no other man because you got abused. Leave that situation. I'm going to give you the best advice I can for you, but I'm not going over there to fight no man in case I beat him up or I get beat up or if I get shot and killed. Because everybody can lose in a fight. You always think you can beat everybody, but some people can beat your ass anyway. It only take one punch. It only take one punch. You know, it's you it's, slip on something. It's, it's, yeah. far, it's far too much to lose in his life to fight over something like that. Now I've always seen women go right back. So no, so oh, oh, in that situation, I'm gonna put you in this because you know now that we know the kind of broad summary of the case, now we can break down some of the particulars. You get a call. What Forty takes? rounds is wild though. Right? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, <laughs> we gonna get there. We gonna, we gonna get there. He put ten shots <laughs> <He> per. <laughs> Person, that's wild. We gonna get that banana clip. We gonna get that. Now he had he had a hundred round. Oh no! Oh my god! You know? Do you know how loud an AR fifteen is? Yes, I do. (laughs) Forty. Niggas in the street like you was playing a, a fucking rock guitar, in it, but oh that's another God. conversation. We 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 gonna get that shortly. 
Okay. But I want to get O's take What's on up? if you the little brother, how do you handle getting that text message? This man just body slammed me twice in the front yard, put his hands on me. How how are you dealing with that? And then you try to call him and he doesn't answer the phone. What are, what are you doing next? I've tried to play this over my head so many times. Um, me personally, mm-hmm. I'm showing up to his crib, especially if I can't get an answer. However, I'm not coming with the intentions that they were coming with. If I do show up, I'm trying to get some answers. And the type of person I am, I know that this situation could be serious, so I'm going to try to do everything I can to make sure you good. Right. So I'm coming to this situation having an honest conversation. Like, what's up, bro? Like, mm-hmm. tell me what went down. Right. And it ain't even on the fact that I don't believe my sister. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what really went down. Let's let's have a discussion man to man because it could be, okay, I'm letting you know from here on out. Next time I see you, it's going to be, it's it's gonna be you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could be something like that, but that's, again, that's me. Um so, yeah, I'm naturally going to want to defend myself, and I'm going to want to try to get to the bottom of it. Um, so, but I'm I'm not automatically approaching with violence mm-hmm. because I understand that things can happen. You know, things can get heated. You're in a moment. She say that she got slammed, but I don't know what happened before that. You didn't, you didn't stole off on that man 30 times, and he didn't do nothing. And he finally got you off for you, and that was the only way he kind of got you off. It's for him to physically pick you up and move you out the way. Mm-hmm. It could have been on some of that, so I don't know. So I'm I'm going to ask my own questions. I can't just come up, you know, with a pistol and ready to shoot some shit. And really, when, when my sister is the one to wrong, right? Because now I got to get on your ass about being wrong. Right. Well, how you how do you know she's wrong? That's, That's what I'm saying. Thing. I don't know. That's, That's I don't know. Thing. So so That's why, why I'm coming so, to have a conversation? So why show up with the conversation? Like, for example, you show up and you like, man, my sister told. Cause we know the attitude you're gonna have when you get there. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna fam, be aggressive. I heard that you put your hands on my sister. And he'd be like, nigga, I don't care what you heard. I ain't do that. And he say, I don't feel like talking to you. Get out of my face. I'm a grown ass man. You don't come checking me. I ain't escalating. Again, I, said, be- I said that's me. And you just gonna leave. I'm not escalating. Or are you just gonna leave? Because I know the what, smallest wait, shit if, can escalate. If you don't get the answer that you me. deserve, like you come, what answer are you searching? That's my, that, that's the question. What answer are you looking for? If he say, I ain't got to answer to you. I'm a grown ass man. Get off my property. What do you do? <laughs> All right, sir. No, I'm playing. No, I'm, playing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm, I'm, I need to know. Did it's you go- put your hands on my sister and or he not? Say, and he say, I ain't got to. I'm a grown ass man. Who you come checking to me? Checking me. I'm a grown ass man. Get off my property. Did you put your hands on my sister? Yes. I'm or a no? grown ass man. Get off my property. Did you put your hands on my sister? Yes or no? I'm a grown ass man. Get off my property. Did you put your hands on my I sister? I am a grown yes ass. No? If you don't get off my property right now, we're going to have some problems. <laughs> See, that's what it's Keisha. That's right there. Keisha. Right there. Keisha. Keisha. Yeah. Did this nigga really put his hands on you? And she gonna say or yes. Or are you lying and out of out of you know frustration or something like that? And, and Did she, he really do it? And she Tell say, me now because shit about to go up. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get physical. And, and she said yes. Then what? You bought you are you escalated it. 
It's escalated. I'm not, I'm not escalating. Escalators, escalators, escalators. I know Owen. He lying. He lying. I know Owen. He lying. I done seen him escalate shit today, that, today. Had no, that wasn't nowhere near that serious. Right. I done seen you escalate. That was a long, long time ago. Long time ago. I've been saved and delivered. He could, he, he could even say, you know what? No. That's all you're going to say, no. And I'm out. He said he ain't put his hands on you, Keisha. I'm gone. But he did. She crying on the phone. But he did put his hands on me, big brother. But at the no, same time, I'm a no. But if that's probably my big bro, I should have a feel for if that's something that he would do. And I should also know if my sister would be lying or the type of nigga that she dated in the past. If she'd always dated niggas that put her hands on her, I'm not about to show up at niggas' houses. Every nigga <laughs> you date, I'm, I got to fight. Uh, oh, so now you're not showing up at his house now. But I, you're already there now. I'm saying, so you if, can't use that I'm saying if she has a habit of dating niggas that is physical, I'm not showing up at the nigga house. But you just said you had his house. So she doesn't have so, a habit of doing it. So, so now she hasn't had a habit of dating and you dudes said, that put hands on You him. said he said no. He said no. So I'm cool. And you're going to be like, all right, he's just going to leave. I'm out. This nigga lied, mm. dog. We ain't about to take that. I'm out. Yeah, but 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 again, we got to we gotta understand. No. Like, because because now it's, it's easy because we playing Monday morning quarterback. Now, when you in the moment, Right, and there's some situations, be, and and you know, and, and you know because of they of they history, it done it done been some arguments, it done been some some volatile behavior, now not necessarily physical, but it done been like a track record of just volatility. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear that, it's not that far out of realm of possibility, but because you got the relationship with the dude, you want to at least call him and get his side of the story, That's and it. I can put it. Together in my head, based on what I'm what I'm gonna do. But if I show up there, just like Kenny's, and he's like, oh, "Man, I ain't got nothing to say to you." Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably gonna escalate because at that point, we should have a, a good enough relationship. And you see, I ain't on that type of time. Because if I was, yes. I just not can just swing on your ass as soon as you open the door. Right. If I'm on that type of time, but if I'm coming like, "Hey, bro," she's saying this happened. I want to get your side of it, big dog. What what happened? Just tell me what happened, bro. And and if we can't have that conversation, then I feel like you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's gonna then that's gonna tell me everything I need to know, and it's probably gonna escalate. You see what I'm saying? But going there with four dudes and two guns, it ain't it ain't, it ain't nothing to talk about. Going there with Magic Mike. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Magic Mike? <laughs> Hot and sweaty. Hey, Hot ready to fight at 11 p.m. at night. 11 p.m. at night. Dog. Okay, so so let's so That's let's how you know niggas was already out probably on something. Of course, because because again she she hit him in a group chat. She hit her little brother and the dude that had the shirt off in a group chat. She <laughs> she real close to both of them. Like, hey, he put he put his hands on me, he slammed me. Y'all y'all come shoot his shit up. That's that's what the messages said, and they replied, "Dead man walking." That's what they replied. So the niggas ain't had that type of relationship. Ironically, like, they didn't know the nigga was in the chat. Right. So, uh, but let's let's get to the gunfire because this is the point of contention. Now, this is where I thought, "Hey, big dog, I don't know." You know what I'm saying? Right. Because of how it happened. Yes. Said he went in, got the AR-15, came out. They retreated mm-hmm. back to the vehicle. He ran off of his property. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said they parked about four houses down. That's critical information. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't know at the time was his brother was down there. Trying to run from them, and they was down there beating them up. So that's why he had right to run down there, like, "Hey, get off okay. my brother!" You see what I'm saying? Now, if his brother was in the yard still, and he running four houses down with the AR, he would probably be doing life right now. But 
long story long. Well, however it happens, how it happened. He ran down on them. They in the whip. Dude up the up the pistol. He shoot. I think they. How many rounds? I think it was 40, 42 rounds or, or something something like that. Forty two or thirty nine rounds. Thirty nine rounds was fired. Was that excessive? And context: not one round was fired back at him. Well, obviously, no round was fired back because the one that got killed was the one with the gun. So. Mm-mm. It wasn't? Mm-mm. No, Tyler Tyler was the one who, oh. who who had the shirt off. He had the, the brother in the shirt off. Yeah. So, Sebastian. Oh, who got killed? One of, the, one of the two homeboys that just came for oh. support. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Because, Ain't cause, that crazy? Cause yeah, because he said that the, the, the little brother was in the driver's seat. Sebastian was in the front passenger seat. Sebastian, when they died, Tyler, the uh, the other dude was behind, the, behind Sebastian, and the one with the shirt off was behind the driver's side in the back seat, but he didn't actually get in the car. He just had the door open. He mm. was standing behind it. Okay. Mm. And then he pulled his pistol out, you know, and, and pointed it. And that's when the gunfire started. So nope. uh, under, uh, under the under the context of that, 39 Let. rounds fired. Was it excessive in y'all opinion? Let freedom ring. <laughs> I've climbed the mountain top. <laughs> hey, until that car has disappeared, I need you to get up out of here. <laughs> You go shoot to the car, go. 39 rounds is a lot. <laughs> For a nigga to not shoot back. Uh, say AR 15, it could be. Or oh, that'd be illegal if it was once fully you, automatic. Hey, so. Once you reach yeah, a level, uh, don't give a fuck. This. Hey, go, go, go. This and that. Get this him out of here. Five <laughs> 39 rounds on semi is crazy. I'm shooting to this That's bitch. Crazy. Too hot to hold. But context. Now, this AR-15, he had a 100-round drum attached to it. Now, when they asked him the legality of it, he said, yeah, no, when I, when I bought it at the range, the range said that it was perfectly justified. I fit out my paperwork. I had all my paperwork in order, and he did because they checked. Mm-hmm. But he had a 100-round drum attached to it, and it was full. Mm. So just, just context. Mm. And it was on semi. Ready for a rainy day. So he was just... <laughs> You were letting them <laughs> let them hold until they got up out of there. Okay, how many times they had to go in reverse and forward? <laughs> get up hey, out of there. Like the niggas are stuck like off uh, off the powers where they was stuck on that car. And he said, "Come on, nigga, go out the rail." Nigga. <laughs> Why you not going to turn off the car? The sidewalk, nigga. Out of there, nigga. <laughs> but see, but 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 that's the thing. The the uh, Tyler dude got out the whip and ran. He he could well not got out because he never got in. But when dude started shooting and they was trying to turn the car around, I think he tried to get in, but the dude didn't make the U. I mean he didn't make mm-hmm. the U smooth. He made it, stopped, backed up, mm-hmm. turned oh, around, hell no. and got up out of there. So the whole time he's shooting, but Tyler didn't say, fuck all that. I'm I'm running. He booked it. Ran across the street, jumped a fence, but he ended up getting shot before he jumped the fence. Mm. Um, but yeah. So that's that's how it played out. So oh, was it excessive in your opinion? 39 of them things. See, man, I can't say how somebody should respond to being traumatized by four niggas showing up to his house ready to kill him. So, is it, on paper, is it excessive? <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> In that moment, hell no. Until these niggas are gone, if he would have to shoot 60, <laughs> it is what it is. It ain't excessive. I got to defend myself. I mean, if it's the police, they you supposed to shoot to the threat is no longer imminent. That's very true. That's so why can't say. why can't a civilian hold the same law? <laughs> that's that's what they say. 
So, you know, long story long, we ain't going to stay on it too long, man. Uh, salute to Travis, man. I understand it. My opinion on it, I feel like, for one, the the girl Dominique is to blame for all of this, man. And and this stuff got to stop. Tupac once said back in the day, he said, you know, if you if somebody die more times than not, you could, you could trace it to a chick that was horny. Damn. That's what Tupac said. And at the time, the interview was looking at him like, what the hell are you talking about? He broke it down. He said, no, nah, think about it. More times than not, violence happens over a woman, typically. She get her feelings hurt. She get emotional, some kind of way, whatever the case may be. She go back and tell men that she know, hey, he did this to me or he did that to me. And violence typically ensued. If you look at how the, how the gangs first started, well, not started, how the gangs start warring against each other. Because gangs didn't start out as us beefing with each other, trying to kill each other. It didn't start out that way. Right. But the, the first murder happened over a woman. Two dudes messed with the same chick. Somebody got emotional, and somebody ended up getting shot. And now we got 40 years of war, gang war, based on that. It's you know what I'm saying? Fault. So it's, it's just, it's, you know, it's things like that that often contribute to, especially in the black community, the death of men in, in the black community. And I feel like this was just another glowing example that that situation could have been handled totally different. Totally different. You know what I'm saying? She could have told that man the truth. Or she could have waited till she cooled off. Or whatever, and told that man. But she ended up texting her brother's dad. She called his sister, his Travis sister, on the way. Yeah, your brother put his hands on me. He gonna be a he gonna be a dead. They gonna get him. I called my brother. He called. She called his mama. Like yo, tired ass son did this to me. And I'm gonna take care of that. I'm gonna handle that. Blah blah blah. Now, mind you, she got good relationships with all these people mm-hmm. at, at this point. Now, his mom is an older lady, older older black lady. She had to come outside and watch her two sons getting jumped by four people. And this whole shooting happened. Whole time she like, Travis, stop, just please, just come in the house, just stop. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and Travis like, I want to stop, but it's three dudes jumping on my brother. I'm not letting mm-hmm. that. I ain't letting that happen. Get off mm-hmm. my brother. You see what I'm saying? Like I, we feel for a lot, and I know one of them had a gun. That's the whole reason I ran in the crib. I broke loose and ran in the crib to go get mine. He he said he didn't even let the dude take it out of his pocket. He said as soon as he seen it, he booked it. Boom, ran right in the house. Hell no. Nah. And he say he say he risked getting getting shot in the back. But he say shit, I'd rather get shot in the back trying to go get mine than than get shot right there trying to fight two dudes. And I was like, I understand that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But again, it's it's unfortunate how it had to play out. But what was sickening to me was when her little brother took the stand. Now, now don't get me wrong, what's her her taking stand was egregious. Some of the shit she was saying there was just egregious. It's like, come on, my nigga. We got video right here. And you steady telling this prosecutor, I mean, the the, uh, the attorney, yeah, no, he slammed me twice. Zero well, well, ma- uh, judge, can we get to exhibit 13 right, right here, ma'am? It looks like it looks like you tripped. He didn't, like, apply any force. Well, you, you can't really see it because his brother is kind of in the way, so it's not really a clear picture. But, yeah, he picked me up and slammed me twice. He said, ma'am, so hold on, ma'am. Let me, let me get this right. He was trying to get you out of his house, right? Yes. So he followed you outside after you had got out and decided to pick you up and slam you twice, ma'am? That that doesn't make sense, right? Because you don't understand what was being said. You don't understand blah, blah, blah. like he up here lying to y'all and like just no accountability whatsoever. Standing on the story, even though we got video evidence that shows otherwise. And text message evidence that shows otherwise. Well, man, what does shoot his shit up mean? <clears throat> I didn't I didn't mean like Shooting him. I'm not saying that. I'm so, so man. What, what, what did you mean? I mean to shoot everything but him. Okay, so you mean like shooting his brother? No, I didn't mean shoot his brother. Oh, you mean like shooting his mama? Oh, no, I didn't mean shoot his mama. Well, ma'am, you say shoot everything but him. Well, I know. All I'm saying is that when you're when you're angry, sometimes you say things that mm. you just don't mean. Mm. Mm. I rest my case, Yana. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, well, how about it's that when type you of stuff. angry, you say things that you do mean. Right. But but then, like I say, even more egregious, the little brother come on the stand. It was some of the most disgusting shit I ever seen in my life. He come up there and say, okay, sir, so, you know, you got the text. Your sister said, shoot, shoot the shit up. Y'all replied, dead man walking. What does that mean? Well, we didn't really mean we was going to kill him. Like I said, we was just in the moment, you know, and, and I just got a little angry. I might have said somebody to me. But no, nah, my intention wasn't to go on there on violence. Okay, so well, why did you show up with four people? Well, I mean, I didn't necessarily show up with them. I only, like, I only knew that me and Travis was, uh, not not Travis, me and uh, the, the dude with the shirt off was going. And then when I showed up, the, the other two was there, right? That's what he said earlier. But he's like, sir, wait, video surveillance showing y'all pull up in the same truck. So y'all showed up together, didn't you? You know what? You're right. We 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 uh did show up together, but it, it wasn't on that type of situation. Okay, so why did y'all park four to five houses down? Got him, coach. Well, I, we parked four to five houses down because we didn't want to present any type of like imposing threat or nothing. Like we came to talk. Okay, well, well sir, you, you and him had a relationship, right? Like you done been at this house a, a lot of times, right? Like, why wouldn't you just park right in front of the house if you, know, you just want to talk to him? Well, I mean, we you know again, I just didn't want to present a imposing threat. Okay, cool. So. On video, we see y'all getting out and y'all putting something in the trunk. What is that y'all putting in the trunk of the? Of the? Well, I I got out because I I had my firearm with me, so I got out. I put my gun in the trunk and I put my my phone in the trunk and my other boy put his phone in the trunk and my other boy put his phone in the trunk. But you know the other dude ended up keeping his gun. I don't know why. So, okay, so sir, if you wanted to show up and talk, why did you have to put your phone in the trunk? I don't. I don't even know. I can't even give you an honest answer. Like uh, things were moving so fast, I just you know that's that's just what I did. Okay, so why did your man have his shirt off? I don't know. I, I met, maybe it was he, hot maybe outside. he was hot. I guess I don't. <laughs> like that's the type of shit that's being said up here, bro. And I'm like, bro, what? The, why is this even a trial? What are you talking about? You insult my intelligence up here, bro. But, you know, again, all of that contributes to the reason that he got off. And salute to bro. Like I said, we ain't going to stay on it too long. But they asked us to break it down. They've been asking us to break it down all week. So I, so we had to give our, you know, uh, synopsis on it. But, again, I, I I hate that dude had to lose his life. I'm not cheering that at all. Right? But when you show up to people's houses deep and aggressive manner and trying to, you know, bogart and do the due diligence. You forget the fact that you are on his home turf. You're not in your comfort zone. So for y'all showing up just hot-headed, bull-headed, going over here, these are the type of things that can happen. You at his crib. And now you lost your life because of that. And I and you know his his homie, her little brother was on the stand crying and all that shit. All them tears can't bring that boy back now. It ain't gonna do shit. Now you gotta go explain to this man, Mama, why you got him killed. Cause you got him killed. Let's 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 call that what it is. And and you know now Travis out, you know turning up to to Dirk, uh, what you call it, uh, No Auto. And if y'all familiar with No Auto, it's a line in that song that they felt like was kind of taunting. He was like, "Your man will still be, your man will still be here right now if y'all ain't gas him up." <laughs> but that's real. That's real. It's unfortunate. But that's real. Prayers to all parties involved, Everybody. except for Dominique. I ain't praying for her. Everybody gotta relax. It's just real, man. Like, and and that that right there is the dope part. Before we leave this thing, that's the dope part about getting older, right? Like them dudes is young. They 22, 21, 23. When you get older, man, like you just you feel like you ain't got no more to prove, bro. Like you can tell they went there to try to prove something. 
And that's how so many of us lose our lives, just trying to go prove something. Like, again, you didn't go over there to talk. You went over there to beat this man up. And just like Kitty said earlier, what is that going to do? Okay, we go over here, we stomp him out, we beat him up. Then we find out that it's a lie. But now we got to look over our shoulders. We live in the same place. We got to look over our shoulders. We live in the same place. We're going to run into each other. So now it's going to be violence every time we see each other. Even now that he got off, Sebastian died. That's his homie. It's going to be issues every time we see each other. If I catch you out, it's on sight. That's how it's going to be to the rest, to somebody else die. So again, it's just a revolving door of just nonsense, the shit that's just not productive. Violence is going to get some innocent bystander killed. Watch. So I got, I got a couple questions real quick before we get off. Mm-hmm. So the trial was for Travis. Yes. Not for the friends that came on his property. No. Nope. And also the ex-girlfriend or whatever, she also is not going to trial for anything right at now. It has, has not been charged with anything mm. at all. That's fucked up. Yep. All of them need to be in jail. Yep. All of them need to be in jail. Matter of fact, it should be like a, what's what's one of those, um, like a, one of them accidental murders or whatever? Manslaughter. It should be, they should get one of those. Yeah. Because of the fact they came in there to intent to cause some type of harm. Bodily harm, yeah. They should get some manslaughter charges because of that. That's that's how shit should work. Especially motherfuckers that be lying, who even caused the whole shit in the first place. They need to get the most time, and then the mother niggas need to get time for going over there. Yeah. And, and, and trying to threaten somebody. Absolutely. But, yeah. hey, niggas be getting off like that bullshit all the time. That's real, the nigga man. that's defending himself is the one that went to trial. What kind mm-hmm. of shit is that? Yeah, and, and if he would have got... Convicted, it'd be over. It, he'd be serving the rest of his life in there. That's that, that's that's how it happens, man. Luckily, he had a good enough lawyer to be able to, you know, what I'm saying, do their due diligence and get him out of there. But yeah, that that's how it's a lot of dudes in jail based on stuff just like that or similar situations just like that. But you know, again, prayers to all parties involved but, except but, Dominique. But had he not cheated, that what they said. None of that would happen. That's what they said. Of course. And also, of course, he'd still be an abusive relationship. The, uh, the uh, prosecutor, which was a, which was a black woman, mm-hmm. right? She up there being super sassy with the man, basically implying what what you just said in terms of because he was like, you know, she ended up putting putting her hands on me or whatever. But she mm-hmm. was like, but but you were cheating though, right? She she did go through your phone and find the the, the Kyla girl's name. So I mean, what do you expect? But she is married though, right? Bro, I swear, I, bro, I, I was in there watching the trial. My jaw was on the ground. I'm like, how are they letting her say this, bro? She's literally saying that it's okay for this woman to beat on this man because she went in his phone and, and seen a conversation with another chick. How's this shit just being allowed? Judge, you ain't going to jump in and say nothing? Mm. But you know, that's how I go. Um, but all right, man, we're going to get off that and get to some more lighthearted news. Zion Williamson. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's get to it, man. Oh, Let's get to shit. It. <laughs> <laughs> My dog getting buckets on the court and off the court. A little bit of background information. Uh, apparently, Zion Williams has been very active. <laughs> that nigga foot don't hurt that bad, huh? <laughs> Because what he hitting <laughs> Right <laughs> Apparently he's been very active in the, He can hold a lot of weight can hold a lot of weight That's why his knees can't hit all that oh, no, no. <laughs> Hey man He needs to be in rehab 
So you know, they're fucking fucking. Apparently, getting put in the sheet rock. My boy Zion has an affinity. That's why you for women in the adult actress industry. Right. So, um, the what industry? The the adult. Film industry, the adult ah, shit. He has affinity it. for Anim- adult anime kids. Always, they it's all they do, mm-hmm. porn. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> apparently he ended up messing with a messing with a couple of them. You understand? He ended up getting one of them pregnant, and uh, you know, in the midst of this, he you know they post pictures online and he's holding the belly and oh congratulations, blah blah. But people are like, wait a minute, she looks familiar. They get to doing their due diligence. Y'all know how Twitter do, man. They start digging up videos. They start digging up pictures. Oh, I remember. I know you. <laughs> I remember her name. <laughs> her name was Jawbone. Hey, don't be calling my hole like that. I mean, uh, I mean, my wife like this. <laughs> That's real <sighs> shit. That's real. So, in the process of that, he he getting jokes for that, right? Just right out the gate. <laughs> and then in the process of this, another adult actress by the name of Mariah Mills, ghetto. She's she's apparently she's apparently pretty big in the space as well, and she goes on a bit of a Twitter rant, stating things such as "I can't believe you've been lying to me, and you made me get the abortion, and you let this tired ass old asshole have your baby, and blah 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 blah, and you've been lying and telling me this, and now I'm I don't even know if I want to live, I want to expose you, I want this, I want that, like a pure emotional rant." Based on the fact that he's celebrating this, you know, his baby, new baby moms being pregnant. So she comes out, and then after she comes out, two more adult actresses come out with similar sentiments. Oh, oh, wow. Horny, horny. Right. So I want to get y'all just take on the whole ordeal. Now, mind you, context, Zion Williamson has spent a, a lot of time off the court due to injuries. But apparently he wasn't injured enough. We see what the injury's coming from. He's been working. Yeah, he been working. Getting worked, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what's your thoughts on it, man? He got he got, he got him a porn star pregnant, you know, and he, apparently he done been pretty active in the space now. But uh, you know, he should know better, dog. My thought is Zion is a victim. <laughs> <laughs> These old ass hoes trying to trap a young nigga off it for his bread because he's an <laughs> NBA player. That's my thoughts. He's holding their 30s. Zion, 22, 23, somewhere around there. My nigga's just, my nigga fresh, still wet behind the ears. They say you don't emotionally mature as a man until you're like 25, 26. So right. you should so. know better. Mm. He, he don't know better. He ain't no Can damn he? victim. He got, he's he, a victim. He's an NBA. He done heard it 60,000 times since he's been in. High school. It's he was different. a high school phenom, a college phenom. It's There's different. no way uh-uh. you would get that much goddamn uh-uh. guidance from anybody. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. To hear is one thing. Mm. For for, the, for them chicks to be in your lap. I don't care. That's a whole other talk. I don't care. <laughs> you still not a fucking victim, dog. You still not a victim. Why if you, you gonna, not? If you're going to hit it, hit it. I don't, I don't worry about you fucking. He did. But you're supposed to wrap it up. True. Or get some kind of paperwork saying you're going to get an abortion regardless if you got a kid. Something needs to happen that maybe, way. Maybe he liked her. That one. Okay, well, cool. I ain't worried about that one. Cool. Actually, I ain't worried about none of them, to be honest with he you. In the NBA, he you going to have hope. My thing is, he why should, are these other hoes mad when you know you got a man that's in the he, NBA? He you did it with somebody that's in the NBA. You're not the only one. He should have got an NDA signed by all of them. 
be honest with you. You're not the only one. And 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 kept it play it like that. Hey, we gonna hit you a porn star. She gonna sign whatever fuck she wanna sign anyway. She just she just happy to get some dick from an NBA player anyway. Mm-hmm. A star like him anyway. For somebody to like him anyway. And you go sit here and just be like, oh, you know what? You know what it is. Fuck it, I'm fucking. You know what it is. No, I don't know what it is. What is it? Black woman wasn't after him like that when he was younger. I don't care what it is. But both of these women black. No, now. But oh, I'm saying okay. when he was younger, oh. it, that wasn't like that. I ain't, I ain't even putting it on color, dog. I There's no way as a he's seen all that ass as a celebrity shifted his whole mind. <laughs> it could have <laughs> could have shifted his pelvic <laughs> of his pole, everything. <laughs> but there's no way you a high school phenom, college phenom, and get to the NBA. And don't have no type of guidance from nobody that's been through that type of shit. Nobody ain't tell you, hey man, you gonna get hey. you didn't you didn't you gonna get some type of acknowledgement hey. for every type of woman you see. What you just said, Kenny. What? You say he a grown man? Yeah. They can give him all the game, they can put vets around him, but they can't hold but him. But he's, he's not a victim then. I, if I didn't gave you the knowledge, I know, I was just uh, every type of knowledge you get. There's no way I can still tell you a victim. If I say don't do crack because it's going to do this to you. If I'm a crackhead, or I done did crack before, I say, hey, man, this is it for you. Mm-hmm. I done done it. And you get it by six other people and you still say, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> you were not a victim. Yeah. I, you are I a customer. I feel sorry for him. Man no. said it felt too good. I mean, it, it probably did. Let's just be honest here. Those, those women have a, have a special set of skills. <laughs> Shit, they didn't even get dick from sixteen different guys. They kind of yeah, but um, I didn't. Melt, I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just take it off the rails. Let me yeah, reel it back in. Let me reel it back in. Stars, I know some people that should have been porn stars. It was skilled. I had to look around the room to make sure there weren't no cameras on. <laughs> Is this a casting call for me? You can't work like that. What is this? What is going on in here? What <laughs> <laughs> they missing was the music. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. I heard what you worked. Hey, what the fuck? Hey, she told me you ain't never done this before. <laughs> I can't tell. She like you done done this several times. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> this bitch got to get a special license. Bitch, right, yeah, around yeah, like this, yeah, y'all, y'all acting like y'all ain't. Uh, That's crazy. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think man, at the end of the day, that man made a decision. He got to stand on what he stand on. But in terms of the outrage, that was the part that was just was like, baby, what the hell are you so shocked for? This is an NBA player. It, women got to stop acting so goddamn foolish, man. She felt she felt the time to get some starlight, some some star power. That's all it really was. And it, and it goes back to what Ola was just saying. And this was the, this was probably the key thing I took from. Because again, Mariah Mills chick allegedly is retired, whatever the case may be. She's getting a bit older, and she's seen her opportunity mm-hmm. to cling to this man who's an NBA star, whatever. This is my retirement package right here. So he telling me one thing, ah, nah, I ain't trying to do all that, baby. Let's get the abortion. Let's do this. I'm trying to. So she listening to him. She going with whatever he say. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't trying to lose this meal ticket. And then she see another chick hit the lottery with the numbers that she was playing. Mm, mm, mm. And seeing all her shit just go right out the window. Gotta be more careful. 
got to be more. And that's where the outrage came from. That's where the just mental breakdown came from. She getting a bit older. She losing her value in terms of, you know what I'm saying, the type of man she can pull. I got an opportunity here. And now I done lost the bag to this hoe who I feel like I look better than. I treat him better than. You chose her. You got her right now? That's supposed to be my meal ticket. And we see that a lot. It ain't even got necessarily be in this industry, but just mm-hmm. chicks in general on Instagram. We see them, bro. Like, at one point, they be hot as hell. They dating all A-list celebrities. They at private parties. They on yachts. They on boats. They doing all this. They get a bit older, start falling out of that prime, start falling out of that limelight, and try to cling to a motherfucker that's in the G League. Or try to cling to a motherfucker that's on the practice squad in the league. Just so I could at least just, you know what I mean, have solidified my finances in some way. Because I wasn't able to do it when I was in my prime. And you see him out here looking desperate and reaching. And that's what she was doing. Reaching, looking desperate. It's a goddamn shame, man. But prayers to all parties involved, man. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. Gots to be more careful. Um, this next one, man, is, is, uh, is a bit interesting. Mary J. Blige, um, legendary singer. I'm not sure if y'all familiar. She ended up getting divorced a couple years back. Mm. And made national news for the alimony that she had to pay after the divorce. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to play a bit of interview from her. I think recently she was um, on Ernie Leisure, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Shout out to Ernie Leisure. Or at a festival. Salute to them boys. is doing hell of mm-hmm. hell work within the community. We're going to play this clip, and I want to get y'all take on what she has to say in regards to the alimony that she was forced to pay. What are your thoughts on prenups and what it— how would you approach it or what advice would you give as far as for a woman that may be wealthy, well off, and they're looking to get married? Get a prenup. Because <laughs> I didn't have one. And that's why I, was in, I ended up having to just give everything away because it's so, let me just speak, it's so whack right now that men, you know, can come ask you and get and, and you know and, and get alimony so when I was getting a divorce I was like you mean to tell me I gotta pay him and he cheated and he lied and he stole and you, you know not to get all petty but you know what I'm saying I, you mean I gotta pay him for cheating and lying on, on, on to me and ruining my life so yeah and, and and the law is you have to you know so I say get a prenup, cover yourself up. Um, yeah. I'm telling you, man, this is crazy. <laughs> man, my wife is here, so baby, I love you. Uh- <laughs> she said, I think it's whack that men are out here getting alimony and women have to pay after the relationship is over. She says she think that concept is extremely whack, man. I want to get y'all take on on her uh, thoughts on the situation. I don't for now context. She was forced to pay about thirty thousand a month per month in alimony. Like even now, I think so. Mm. Yeah, she... I think so. I think they should ask a better question. What do you think about prenups in general? Not just for wealthy women, mm-hmm. but for both sides, for men with money. Women with money, or women that don't have money, is marrying a man with money. Mm-hmm. Or woman that with money is marrying a man without money. I want to know if her answer would still be the same. Mm. 
if she would said, oh, hey, what do you think about prenups for a woman that don't have the money that's marrying a man with money? Would mm. she give the same answer? Of course not. For the woman that stepped out. Because women do it too. Of course huh? not. The law says, hey, it is whack. I don't care. Male, female, I think alimony is trash in certain situations. If you cheated and did whatever she said he did, yeah, I don't think alimony should be paid. But she, she caused him emotional distress. I'm giving damn about that. You chose that emotional distress. <laughs> but in the same, in a sense. In a sense. <laughs> in a sense. I, I think prenups should be discussed f- straight up in the relationships, dog. I really do believe in prenups. I mean, it's not a for sure 100% thing that it'll, it'll hold up in court, but I mean, it's something. Yeah. Just like a seatbelt when you're driving a car, it's something. You know, uh, I mean, I don't care who has the money. If you don't even have money, if you ever come into money, you know, or if one y'all never have money and one person does come into money, you know, sh- shit happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and you need to have things to, to protect both of y'all. Right. And if y'all are, you know, love each other, y'all should be cordial enough to agree on things that protect both of y'all. You know, y'all don't come to, prenups aren't coming to say, okay, you know what? When this thing ends, I want to make sure that I get everything that's positive about this. Right. It should be like, okay, when this thing ends, let's make sure that we both end up in the good hands. Not that I get more, that you get more. That you know, what I'm saying, if this ends, it just it ends, and and that's what it is. But we both end up on on good good terms of this shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you know, a lot of people go into it like, oh hey, when we go into this relationship, uh, we go get this prenup. He gonna make sure that I don't get nothing. And it's really not that way. I don't think it is that way. I hope it's not that way. I ain't never done a prenup before, so I don't really don't know that much about it. But if I, whenever I, if I ever get married again, this happened. There would definitely be a prenup involved. Give me, give me, a, give me a ballpark layout of the, of the terms. I mean, I got to get detailed, but like summarize the the, the terms. Uh, I would think any physical cheating mm-hmm. would would be in the terms. Uh, kids definitely. I think fifty fifty. Co-parenting would be a guarantee in that, mm. unless the one side is on drugs or financially just unstable, like has a gambling problem or a spending problem, mm. you know, things like that. Uh, I think that has to be like a 50% custodial and both is no child support in between either one. Mm. Uh, I think uh, what you came in with, uh, you leave with, unless you've been married over 10 years. And let's say for those 10 years, you didn't became, you know, a millionaire. I think she should get at least 30% of what you acquired Mm. for that time being. And vice versa. Yes. Especially if she wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Most of the time being, she's probably not working anyway. Or especially if he wasn't working. I think they should get at least 30% of whatever you acquired. Uh, What else? Going towards house or, you know, necessity, stuff like that. If they want the house, they can have the house or, you know. And we can sell it. Split we, that money you know, too. split. Hey, if you want the house, you you pay for the mortgage or whatever it is, you keep it. Or if you want to sell it, we split the profits of that house. Or if I want to keep it, I keep the house and so on and so forth. I mean, it's, you know, there's little nuances in between it, but I think those might be the main things I would look for. I mean, because I'm not no damn millionaire, so. Mm-hmm. 
but I would definitely want to keep my 401k, what I made from now on, that would definitely be mine. And whatever she made from hers would definitely be hers. But uh, retirement funds would not be involved in my prenup. As of now, because I'm 33 and I've grown mine to a good amount. Valid. All right. Oh, she has some things to say in terms of alimony. Says she feels like it's whack that men could get alimony after the marriage is over. Like, what's what's your thoughts on that, man? You agree with that notion? Old man was said, "Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun." Crazy. That's just what it is. I mean, that just you kind of see it now from the other side. Now, of course, Mary J is a extreme situation because she's a you know popular figure and mm-hmm. she's well known and. You know, lots of money, millions and millions of dollars. So, of course, her situation will be different than a lot of other people. However, just in the, the fact that she has to pay some money toward, to another man, mm-hmm. like, a lot of women would be like, what? But at the same time, if you want to flip it, hey, baby, I was here for you. I watched the kids while you was out on tour. I was cooking and cleaning, and I'm holding down the household while you, you know, doing our, your thing for the family. You sacrificing, and I'm sacrificing too. He was a manager too, for the for the record. Mm. But then he cheated too. So that's what. Yeah, <laughs> he was a, a business manager. I cheated because you weren't home. Mm. I didn't get the love because you were out all day and all. You were gone for weeks at a time. Mm. I didn't. I didn't get the. Appreciation and the gratitude that I felt deserving of. Mm. Damn. So I felt empty inside. So I had to, I didn't know how to handle it. You had to go feel something else up. <laughs> Why do you feel me up? No. Oh, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, I think, I think a lot of people be in situations like that and it's, you know, it's, it's easy to talk about it until you end similar situations. Yeah. You know, so. Um, I think either way, uh, like like Kenny was saying, even if it was flipped, like that person should deserve that. Now, the cheating, I don't I don't agree with. If right. anybody cheats, that should be voided. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, in, in my opinion. Anybody cheat, I don't care how much money we're making. If anybody cheat, it's gone. But yeah, this was this was a crazy situation. Um, seeing that he did all those things and he still got alimony. Hey, that boy got hell of a lawyer, man. City boys. <laughs> Who's the lawyer? <laughs> City boys up. Um, I think that, I mean, I don't, hey, man, men been dealing with this forever, man. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Be plenty of times to where the, the, the woman will be cheating or whatever. And, but because she ain't working or because I make significantly more money than her when that when that divorce settlement happens, hey, we need you to give up. You need to give us some alimony four or five years regardless. You know what I'm saying? Or it could be no cheating at all. She just wake up and say, I don't want to be here no more. I'm mm-hmm. not happy no more. Mm-hmm. And now I got to pay you for five years. That's how it happens. You see what I'm saying? And on top of that, more times than not, the woman going to get custody of the kids more in terms of primary living. They're going to be living with her from a primary perspective. Now, I could be getting them on the weekends or whatever, but she's going to be spending the most of the time with the kids. So I got to go from seeing my kids every day to weekends and holidays. That's the reality for a lot of dudes. And it may not even be no cheating involved. It may be just what Kenny said. I'm not having this marriage no more. You see what I'm saying? So this is what men have been dealing with. So I don't, I, I can't say I feel sympathy for that. It is what it is. You see what I'm saying? Now, is the laws, you know, jaded and messed up? Sure. But we need to do whole wholesale reform, not convenient reform. Mm-hmm. 
She didn't say I felt like alimony was whack. She said I felt like when men get alimony is whack. Mm-hmm. And that and that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So how you just so that mean you cool with dudes just getting finessed like that? Now again, you know, going back to Ken said, if if it's ten years of marriage, we didn't been together, and I didn't built something while we was together. I, I I don't think any man. Well, I don't say any. I don't think most men would have an issue giving you. You know what I'm saying? Some money, making sure that that you stable. If you help me build this thing, you see what I'm saying. But if I'm if I come into it filthy rich and you ain't got a dime, me having to give you fifty percent of my money is insanity. I don't give a damn what the I don't what the reason for the divorce is. That's insanity. I built this before you got here, but that's how a lot of these laws are set up, and that's wrong. That's whack. But you know, again, nobody feels sorry for no for no man like that in that car. Oh, you should have picked better. <laughs> That's how it happens. You see what I'm saying? But if we, we say that, then we wrong. Oh, men be lying. Men is actors. Men is this. Men is that. Women ain't. We just covered the story where a chick lied and got a homie killed for it. And she was still married. And she was still married. So, you know, again, man, the, I, I think that, you know, the whole layout, the whole infrastructure of that thing is, is you know, it's, 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 it's tainted and it needs to be fixed and it needs to be made a bit more logical, man. I think I think it should be like a sliding percentage scale based on, you know, the circumstances of the other of the relationship. Now, if we both got together broke and we built something amazing, or I built something amazing, I ain't got no problem giving you half of that. You was with me when I have a dime. You helped mm-hmm. me build you you paved the way for me to do it. Because mm-hmm. you was taking care of the kids while I was out working them hours or touring or doing this or playing ball or whatever, whatever it is that I'm doing. So sure, you got it. But you walk in <laughs> Here for three years, I'm already who I am. No way. And you leave with half my money. No that way. That is insanity, bro. No way. So that's how I feel, man. But I mean, I, I felt like the clip was just, you know, very, very, very interesting. Um, just in, in terms of that. Um, another interesting clip. It was a woman who was on a Fresh and Fit podcast. Um, and she had some things to say about, you know, she ended up leaving her marriage based on, you know, kind of piggybacking off of the, what we were just saying. I'm not happy anymore. I want to go outside and I want to do my thing. Um, she has some regrets as to leaving the marriage. I'm going to play this clip, get y'all take on it. I guess I was engaged for like three and a half years before I got out here. So you guys just broke up because you wanted to move with your sister? Yeah. He was really good and all, but I wanted to move out to Miami to be able to have more connections with people. Well, no, no. This she is gave up a three-year marriage. To go to Miami, a three-year marriage Miami. from Miami. She said, "Well, you didn't let me go to Miami." You said men. You no, threw, no, no, she no, threw no, away no, a three-year marriage. No. This is the truth. I'm trying to say, forty fucking years of your life. You're doing forty years of your life. Women can't handle the truth. They really can't, bro. Yeah, that beat go hard, don't it? They do. I wish I had more, a little more context. But context, she ended up crying and getting up and, and walking away. But just, just to you know, for the people who couldn't really understand what was being said, she was in a marriage for three years. She said that it was a great guy. Her words, not mine. But she wanted to move to Miami to get better, I guess, networking opportunities to come move in with her sister. That's just beyond. She wanted to move to Miami to get on the yachts and meet she people. She wanted some more money. That's just she real. wanted a luxury lifestyle. So she tried to move to Miami to get it. And it, uh, apparently it's not going to plan. Right now she's missing her marriage and she's, you know, regretful for doing it. Things of that nature. What's your thoughts on that? You might not get another shot. <laughs> 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 no, man, listen. Hey, I know there's not majority of women, but a lot of women think similarly. 
and they'll leave a relationship because they feel like there's a better opportunity somewhere else. Mm. Like I said before, women are very opportunistic. If they feel that they have that urge and that drive to want to do better, but you're not where they see themselves at, they're going to go try to find something else. Even though where they're at is fine. They're stable. It's it's quote unquote boring. I said that before. They want they want something fun. They want something adventurous. They want to be on the edge. They want to be living stressful for some situ for some reason. Mm. You know, I don't know, man. I mean, I know that's speaking to a certain type of woman, but um, a lot of women have a similar mindset. You know, when it comes to that, and more of y'all need to exercise patience. She ain't never want to be married from the get go, dog. Mm. She wanted money. She wants a luxury lifestyle. That's all she wants. She wants to be able to be on IG and flaunt luxuries, luxurious things. And I bet her sister was in her ears talking about something. Hey, I'm in Miami. I'm doing this, doing that. You should come out here. But girl, I'm married. I can't do it. Well, just leave your husband. <laughs> come and join right. me. That might be not be a bad idea. And that lifestyle she seen what her sister had to do for that lifestyle. I was like, oh, shit. Damn, I don't know if I'm prepared for that. Mm. She ain't prepared for it, but she wants that luxury lifestyle, and she thinks she's going to get that luxury lifestyle going to Miami and being a thought. Niggas treating you like shit. Niggas ain't really caring mm-hmm. about you. you. You got that Cartier watch with $2,500, and it's bust down, even though it's still only $2,500. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no talk about that, though. Right, no no text text. Uh, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, let me flaunt this on Instagram, and then you still stay in your apartment with your sister on a one-bedroom. You know, like, damn, I came from, you know, a house. Three bed. I don't even know where she came from. Them yacht parties live, though. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just the the yacht parties lit. I'm telling you that IG lifestyle. People start seeing how other people live and they get jealous and want to live that type of lifestyle and forget what's in front of them. It ain't for everybody. It ain't. It ain't. It's it's. You gotta. Instagram is a motherfucker, dog. People get into that shit and start seeing stuff that they want, and just lose who they are. Just mm. try to get that stuff. I mean, you see it all the time. Sometimes I'll be looking on that shit be like, God damn, big ass fucking yacht. I wish I had that shit. I wish I was driving this Lamborghini. I wish, you know what I'm saying? You just get caught and just looking at all the shit other people have. And you be, sometimes you got to sit there and be like, what the fuck am I looking at? Right. I'm like, damn, let me get out of this shit. Let me just get back to reality of what I'm doing and, you know, maintain my lifestyle and be happy for what I got. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't do that. They search history as Birkin bags. Luxury lifestyle, vacations. This girl over here that she's fascinated with, always oh in this, in in Italy or always in Greece. You know Wanting what I'm saying? Her Even body. That's, that's two year, two years ago pictures that she's posting now. You know what I'm saying? It's you know it's it's crazy, dog. It'd be women literally wanting to be someone else. Mm. Like they'll save women's pictures and say, "I want to be this." Mm. Literally, seen it, heard it. Yeah, man. I think she's just young. You know, and, and when you're young, your ass is super, super impressionable. You know, we kind of spoke to, you know, a lot of women who go through this phase. And then when they get a bit older and then they lose that, again, that that prime, that 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 youth, that body style. Like the titties ain't the titties ain't sitting how they were sitting. The ass ain't sitting how it was sitting. You see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a whole bunch of life happens. And then at that point, they want something serious. But when they in their prime, a lot of times they want to go out there and they want to see exactly what I can pull in. 
from a from a market perspective. It sounded like that's exactly what happened with her. She was in a marriage. She was what she was what most of these people goals are, and a, and a great dude. Your words, not mine. Right. So this is a solid dude. Three year marriage. He probably got you in a crib, nice car, decent lifestyle. But that's not enough. You want to go see what can I pull in on the market? But it's risk to that. And your big sister is, is a goofy if she didn't tell you what, what those risks was. She probably just as delusional as your ass is. Brought you down there thinking it's going to be sweet. You're going to get on this yacht, meet you an NBA player, get married, and boom, we, we married for 30 years. It don't work like that, sweetheart. When y'all are on these yachts, y'all are not even people. To these men that Temporary got Temporary Y'all those yachts to be thoughts. Exactly, bro. Literally. That's just real, man. How do we know? Because we done ran in we done chopped it up with dudes who be doing these. We having these yacht parties and stuff. Y'all are objects. Y'all are eye candy. Something for me to do at the end of the but night. Majority of them know that. Majority of them know that. And then the other percentage feel like they can be different. You want to pick up the litter. I think most of them feel like they can be different because that's the thing. Like, you may be the finest chick where you at, but when you move to a city like Miami or you move to a city like Houston or you move to a city like Atlanta or L.A., you are a dime a dozen. And when y'all go to these yacht parties, I'm sure, I'm sure you see it. You walk around like, damn, it's 40 women <laughs> on this boat that look as good as me or better. And that's when that reality set in. So you go there thinking you about to get all the attention because you didn't got all the attention from, from, from your little neighborhood that you grew up in or, or your little city that you grew up in. And them dudes, is okay, you cool. <laughs> that's it, that's all. And then again, at the end of the night, I'm going to try to smash, sure. But if you're thinking, oh, we about to, we done found some magic. We about to embark on a long day. No, that is that is not the case. Because if, if they felt that way about you, you wouldn't be on that boat. That's just real. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, re reality hits people at, at different times. It hit her right here, smack in the face. That's why she started crying and got up and walked away from the table because they was ridiculing her for that. And they should have ridiculed her for that. You literally fumbled the bag. That's what most women want is that stability that you ran away from to go try to chase more. Now look at you. It's a goddamn shame. Mm. Prayers to all parties involved. So be more careful. It's crazy, man. Um... But you know, let's let's get to you know a bit of uh, successful relationships. Come on, it was a clip where they were speaking about the importance of a woman's voice within a relationship. I'll play it and see what y'all take is. I think that is very important for a man to to listen to a woman's opinion. If your woman can't tell you nothing, she's not your woman. Mm. If your woman can't give you some advice or give her you uh, you know her opinion. You know, she's not your woman, big dog. At the end of the day, her voice matters. And then one, if you make her feel like her voice don't matter, she won't be happy because it's going to be like all he want to do is everything that he want to do. You know, but every time I give him any, you know, any tips or anything I learned, he don't want to listen to it because he don't feel like I'm I'm smart enough. That's a man that don't respect a woman. Mm. The importance of a woman's voice in a relationship is pivotal. And if you don't, you know, express that or you don't move like it is, then, you know, that, that woman begins to feel less than she begins to build resentment. What's your thoughts on that? Is that true? We, we hear a lot of talk in this space, man, about how, you know, woman is a helpmate. It's, it's me that's coming up with the plans. It's me that's making the decisions. It's me that's going to get the bag. You are essentially a utility. That's how a, a, a lot of men think. If we're going to be honest. Um, but what's your thoughts on that? How important should that woman's voice be within the context of a healthy relationship? 
Mm. Uh, I mean, my personal opinion, I think it's very important. I think, I think most men that's in long, long, long relationships or long marriages understand how important it, their woman's opinion is because that's the person that you confide in and you love the most and trust the most, honestly. And you know, you you want the decision that you finally make or your final say so is more along the lines of what she envisions too. That's why a lot of men say, hey, let me check the temperature before I go do this, or let me let me uh make sure my wife agree with what I'm about to do. You know, it's 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 not on say so like she when she says yes, that means we're gonna do it. It's more of, hey, I respect your opinion. I, you we are one. And how this relationship goes from here on, I want you to be a part of this. It's not just, oh, I just did this because I want to do it. And if it succeeds, I'm going to take all the the glory for it. Right. You know, if it fails, I'm going to take all the... No, it, we we thought we we bumped our heads together in a, a end goal to be successful together. And I think that takes, you know, planning the proper path for both of y'all to take. And that takes conversations and, you know... Uh, Agreements between the both of y'all for which way y'all step in this relationship, and I think we start to lose sight of that because man, think oh, since I'm not, I'm the head of the household, I'm found what I say goes, and that's what it is. And most of the time, it ain't that way. Mm-hmm. You, most of the time, your woman makes has the the understanding of seeing the how it will affect you emotionally, how it affect you spiritually, how it affect you physically. You know, because we don't we don't take into you know, I guess we don't we don't take in the amount of the 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 pain and suffering we put our own bodies through as men when we're in, we're married or in relationships. We just do it. That's a fact. And I think that's why your woman is there to say, okay, you as my man, I want to make sure that you're emotionally, spiritually, and physically prepared to take on this task. And financially, if if you say, hey. Most men say, hey, I want to go buy this Lamborghini, but you know you ain't got the money. And your woman's like, hey, we ain't going to go buy this Lamborghini. Why? Because I know if you buy this Lamborghini, the the payment's going to put an emotional bearing on you. Physically, you're going to be trying to work harder just to make up those payments. You know, emotionally, you're just going to be out of it. You ain't going to be able to be, you know, the man you want to be because you're like, oh, shit, man, I'm sad. I, I'm, I'm falling behind these bills. I'm working myself so hard that I just can't physically keep up yeah. this. So, I mean, and that's what most decisions I think in marriages and stuff. I, when I was married, I always ask, "What's, how, what do you feel about this? What's your opinion on this?" If I couldn't get your opinion on what I'm about to do, then you were just a roommate. <laughs> I need my money at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> That's real shit. Oh, the importance of a woman's voice within a relationship. How pivotal is it? I think it's one of the most extreme um, things. In a relationship is one of the most important things in a relationship. Um, and it, it comes from respect. If you don't respect your woman, you're not going to value anything she's saying to you. Mm. It don't matter what type of input that she's given, no type of positive direction, the thoughts, anything like that. If you don't respect that woman, you're not going to listen to what she's saying. You're just going to be like, ah, you know, she's just talking. But a man that really values that woman, especially man, you, you pick that woman for a reason. Right. Like that woman should have value. If you pick somebody that's supposed to be like you, like minded, like you, like you should understand that what she's coming with could be something that's challenging. Mm. But at the same time, you got to think about it and weigh the options out and weigh what she's saying. Because women going to come with something completely off the wall. You're going to have your vision and how you see it. 
But then it's the minor details and the things that you're not thinking about that a woman is always going to bring that's going to be different. And you'd be like, damn, you thought you, you know, thought about the whole thing, but it's just this other little variable that she brought that was completely not even on your table. Right. So I think that's is is super valuable and it's super important and is is very key to who you pick in your relationship. And that's why you should be selective. Because if you don't have a woman that has critical thinking skills, then y'all going to have a rough path. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes, you may feel that you can, you know, execute whatever plan, but you it, it's going to come a time where you need, you know, somebody to lean on, or just some type of reassurance or just outside counsel. It's, it's going to be something, some type of way. So if you don't have a woman that's going to be able to support you and, and help you think through processes, then it's, it's not going to work at all. So I think it, it, it just comes down to respect. You, respect and you picking that right woman. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, we, we as men are delusional enough to believe we can do everything on our own. Everything. The fact is we can't. You had help. It don't matter at what point in life you are, what you achieved, there was help along the way from somebody whether it was your mom's, whether it was your sister, whether it was your homie, your homegirl, whatever. Like somebody pitched in and gave you something that propelled you to where it is that you are, right? So when you get married or when you, you know, dating and looking for a woman, you got to understand that her counsel, her advice is going to be the most important information that you're hearing in terms of that's going to keep you going because that's the person that you're waking up to every day. That's the person you're talking to about every single thing that goes on in your life in regards to what it is that y'all building. So if she can't provide an extra set of eyes and see things from a different angle than I'm seeing, what the hell are you here for? And I think that's that's the part of the, the equation that a lot of men got to get a bit older to, to understand. If you ask any dude who's been married 30, 40 years and you ask him, how, hey, how important is your wife's opinion on decisions you make? He going to say it's of the utmost importance. I wouldn't have what I have if it wasn't for her. And why is that? It goes back to what O just said. She can see things from an angle that a lot of times we don't see. We are very bullheaded and we are very kind of, you know, just just tunnel vision in terms of what it is that we're trying to get to. But in the process of that, we miss out on the little things here, the little nuances, the little, you know, emotional, uh, um, you know, weight that Kenny was speaking on. But just small angles and things like you could be in a room. It happens all the time to where you'll be talking to a chick or whatever and you'll, you'll leave you in the conversation. You'll be like, yeah, that girl re really likes you. And you'll be like, huh? She's just cool. I don't really see like, wait, what? You, you saw that? Yes, I can tell by the way she was moving how she was talking to you. That girl really likes you. It's, it's 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 stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Or you at a corporate event and she like, well, yeah, he might be the boss, but he influenced by her. So, baby, you might need to work on her if you want to get the deal done. Or you might need to work on him. He looks up to his word or whatever. Like, she sees angles that, that, that you don't see, or she should, if you, you know, going throughout the process of marrying this woman and going about a long-term relationship. So that's what it boils down to, man. Like, your, your woman should be super, super invested in what it is that y'all got going. As a man, it's our job to go out there and build, but it's their job to protect, ironically. And that's why they be telling you things, you know what I'm saying, to make sure you take care of yourself. Or just like Kenny saying with the, you know, payments and things of that nature. She got calculation on all that because she's trying to protect what it is that y'all building. That's, that's her job, really. If we're going to be honest, because a lot of times we kind of bullheaded and we delusional and we stick our chests out and we feel like, man, I can go do whatever I want to do. Or I can go get it done. I can go do this. But that's what that counsel is important for. Yeah, baby, you could. 
but you can do it easier this way. Or, you know, you can do that, but it's going to cost this. Or this is going to be the effects of it. For to give you that extra bit of intel for you to go out there and make the decisions that's going to be best for y'all. So her, her word is of the utmost importance, dog. And if you don't value her word, you pick the wrong woman. It's as simple as that. There's no way around it. Um, so y'all boys got to got to do better in that regard. What's that saying? That you made. She pick out the jeans I just wear. That's facts. That's facts. Like you, I'm telling you, just look at a lot of dudes' outfits, how they dress, how they smell, how they leave it up to dudes. Man, they wouldn't give a damn. Man, it'd be Jordan shorts, sweatpants, T-shirt, whatever. But it's not until you run into that woman like, well, baby, I think you'll look nice in this. I think you'll look nice in that. And at first, we like, man, you trying to control what I wear. And then you mess around and put the outfit she said on, step out, and you get more attention from women than you ever got. You're like, hold on. Ain't no, I mean, she recommended this this smell to me. I ain't really, nigga was wearing speed stick deodorant and <laughs> curve cologne around this motherfucker. You might have to say curve. Right. I don't know about that curve, <laughs> you know, boy. That brown bottle. You wearing that shit, you thinking you lit. She put you on some chill. She like, damn, that smell good as hell. You getting compliments when you out, all type of stuff. So again, her counsel is of the utmost importance, bro, or it should be. She put that you ain't on happen to she big put daddy. you on the. That don't happen to Big Daddy. She put you on the perfume. Big Daddy ain't even on, on the perfume. <laughs> on the perfume. The oil base you that's going to stay on. But uh, I'm always oiled. <laughs> we know. Baby, all down. Always all down. It's crazy. Pause. <laughs> but uh, glisten like a honey bud. <laughs> that's been microwave for five seconds. <laughs> I know about that five seconds. Boy's hot. Come on, man. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 of the utmost importance. Like I said, if you don't respect that woman's opinion, pick a new one because you are wasting your time. Um, let's get on to some more healthy relationship come discussion. On, come on, it was an older lady, man. You can tell she she been married a while, and she spoke on the concept of a fifty fifty relationship. Um, and she broke it down in a way that was that was very interesting. I'm gonna play it. I think I saw this one. I'm going to get y'all take on what she had to say. Everyone says marriage should be 50-50. It's the biggest crock of bullshit I've ever heard. It's never 50-50. Yeah. Ever. And so what we do is we quantify where we are. So if Steve comes home and he'll be like, I got 20. Just in terms of energy. Just energy, investment, kindness, patience. I'm at a 20. And I'll be like, I'll cover you. I got you, brother. Like, I'll pull the 80. Sometimes we come home, which we have done a lot. My mom has been sick and I'll say, I've got 10. And Steve, like two days ago said, I'm riding a solid 25. So we know that we have to sit down at the table anytime we have less than a hundred combined and figure out a plan of kindness toward each other. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because the thing is marriage is not something that's 50, 50, a partnership works when you can carry their 20 or they can carry your 20. And that when you both just have 20, you have a plan where you don't hurt each other. Mature conversation, man. I think I I think I I would love to see a lot more of that type of conversation in the space because that's very pivotal and that's very realistic. That's more realistic. Very realistic. Because fact is, man, a lot of times you come home from work, man, you had a long goddamn day or you come home from pardon or whatever it is that you do, playing ball or your business or whatever, and you don't have a lot to give, bro. And it's, it's not that I'm trying to slight you. It's not that I'm, it's just, baby, I'm I'm drained right now, man. 
but you know what I would be doing if I was on point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like having a partner who understands that and can cover you is pivotal. So you know that was just my take. What's, what's your thoughts on 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 that on that breakdown that she gave? Twenty eighty, ten ninety. Why every time you come home you only got ten? <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time you come, you ain't never. You only got 10. <laughs> hey, ten. That's all I got. Twenty. Every time you come home, that's all, that's all you got. All I got is ten. I'm tired of pulling the eighty and the ninety. What she say? How we? That's gonna why we a team. She said, we got a plan. That's why we a team. How we gonna cover the rest? I don't know. <laughs> bring in the extravert now. <laughs> we gotta hire some help around this bitch. Bring in get somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So it's, you know, she was speaking to you know just just dynamics of the partnership, percentage breakdown. Like, what's your, what's what's your thoughts on how she laid that out? I think is sound I mean, good. I, I feel like. I feel like I've, I've spoken to similar things before. I mean, regardless, I'm giving my maximum effort and you giving your maximum effort. Mm-hmm. However, both of that, both of those efforts look different. Right. So I could be operating at a certain efficiency, like she said. It, it could be, hey, I'm I'm at I'm at seventy five today, and I'm cool. I feel like I'm cruising, but you're not feeling the best today. So I got to find a way to kind of make up that slack, you know, for what it is. Now. Uh-oh. It does come a time where if it's been, you know, like I guess every couple is different because when is when is it too much? Because yeah, yes, I'm carrying seventy five, but how long should someone carry that seventy five? Mm. And again, that's that's not bills. That's just emotional stuff. That's physical. That's just that's just everything. Just your mood, all that stuff. So if somebody's carrying seventy five percent of the load. For ten years, like, is that? Do you expect that person to stay? Do you expect that person to stay committed? Do you expect that person to come with the same energy and effort as they did before? You know, so I think that that does come a time where conversations have to be had. Hey, I need you to pick up your slack. I've been carrying it for X amount of time. We are supposed to be a team, but you know, it it, it should look like this. Now, of course, also. You shouldn't allow it to continue that long for 10 years. True. But I'm just speaking just, you know, an example, if it goes on that long, like, the conversation needs to be had. Like, it's it's give and take, whatever it is. So if somebody carrying all the bills, they if they taking care of the whole household and they at work all day, every day, busting their butt, losing sleep, whoever's at the house should be taking care of the house. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be creating a bigger burden when that person comes home and everything is dirty, clothes not washed. I'm looking in my, opening my drawer for laundry. I ain't got no drawers. Why well, ain't got no drawers? You're not working. It's it's stuff like that. We just, we both got to work together. Now, if y'all are both working now, hey, baby, I know you've been tired. They've been working you a lot lately. Take a day off or I'm going to take a day off and I'm going to take care of X, Y, Z while you're doing this. Like those those real conversations got to be had, and I don't think people don't know that until they get into a real situation. True. And that's what it is. People haven't been in every day, like, just the depths of it, yeah. man. And I ain't going to lie. My, I've never been deep into the am as I am now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the deepest I've been in a relationship as far as talking about finances. You're talking about everyday life. Every single thing that you do, like, is important. And they yeah, got to be you communicating. You deep in the same sentence. doesn't go well. 
Oh, let me tell you something. It's a synonym. <laughs> Otis Deep Citadel. Oh my God. <laughs> Check Webster right now. I think it ain't about a tiny. <laughs> yeah, picture of me in the brown that but tiny is Otis. <laughs> Miniature Otis so well. That's <laughs> antonym. That's the opposite. No, but for real, man, like that that shit is man, that shit is <laughs> that shit is so important and 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 just speaking personally, like it's it's helped our relationship so much because you do gotta check in with those checks and balances. Like there are sometimes when you're thinking you floating, but sometimes you gotta stop and be like, all right, just just real quick. Where we at with X, Y, Z? Are you still feeling the same way? Has such and such came up? Because, you know, sometimes you're dealing with issues and you might have to give a family member some money or whatever it is. Like, that that needs to be had. Because guess what? That money that you just gave away, we was planning to do something with that. Mm. So those conversations have to be had all the time. The check-in is like, when you're in a relationship, you are one. There is no no separate anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all have to think, well, I'm saying as far as thought process. Y'all got to be on the same page. You got to be on a team. Like, if I'm moving one way, you should be shifting. Like, it's it's give and take. Yin and yang. Like, we should be understanding. We should be on the same page. That way, if I know if my phone is off or whatever, you know where I'm at. Or you know where I'm doing. You know what I'm supposed to be doing. Anything like that. Like, it should be, y'all just know each other like that. And if it's like that, then that ain't, that ain't somebody you should be Good. with. Or you just ain't ready yet. Can their 75 not ever potentially not be enough anymore? The 75 that you give? Yeah, like say like they're giving 75 and you're like, that's just not enough. Like the other person? Yeah. Well, well that, that right there sounds like a, a, a dynamic that's out of the frame that she was talking about. Because mm-hmm. in her frame, yeah, they're no, giving I, 75, yeah. you giving 25. Yeah, I'm saying like... Like you... you like you say, I only got 25. She said, okay, I got the other 75, but that 75 ain't. 75 and 75. <laughs> like, it, it ain't covering it's what's supposed to be covering. You, think it is. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? It ain't covering what's supposed to be covering. You know what I'm saying? Well, in that in that situation, you don't have room to complain. Mm-hmm. That's kind of true. That's the thing. Like, if like if, if I'm giving, and again, okay. that's why I say let's, we got to take it out let's, of the let's, frame let's, of that. Let's put it this way. But say you know I'm at 25. Say they doing... Say you say I only got twenty five, and they say okay, I'm gonna give it seventy five. But your twenty five is actually doing more than their seventy five. And either you or them got a problem with their arithmetic. <laughs> what are y'all motherfuckers? What are y'all? What are y'all? Oh shit! Oh, so packed Austin in, and the girls come up short. God damn it! Okay, what if what if you say I'm giving seventy five? She said okay, I'm doing twenty five, but it really ain't twenty five. <laughs> Like, do you sure this is 25? Yeah, in that case, then, yeah, 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 you're right. In that case, hell no. Nah. In that case is, hey, hell nah. in my opinion, it's not 25. You're giving 10. <laughs> yeah. So what you going to do about that? But I am giving 25. That's what you think. How you going to tell me what I'm giving? Mm, and that's what it is. Because you didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. You put out the same thing. <laughs> it's funny you asked. <laughs> That's a fact. Performance reviews in a relationship. Hey, that's real though. But I mean, man, bro, like, people understand the importance of partnership in this shit, man. It ain't gonna survive if you don't see each other as partners, dog. We hear people discuss this shit all the time. It's like, nah, we ain't partners. 
I'm the man, you know what I'm saying? That's my helpmate. Uh, but the relationship is not going to last. Like, that's your partner. She need to be in charge of covering your six and vice versa. Because sometimes, man, she going to be up and you going to be down. Maybe in terms of finances, in terms of, uh, you know, what y'all providing to the to the relationship. You may be doing it most of the time. But some days she going to have to do it. She going to have to carry it, just like she's saying. And it's like, in those moments, you need that, bro. Just just, just buy me a little time so I can get back to where I need to be and I'll take this shit back over. But if you can't even hold the fort down on my on my off days, we ain't going to make it. Imagine you on your off day, like you saying, and you're like, baby, it's been rough for me. I only got about 15 a day. And she just look at you like, <laughs> you better find the other. <laughs> find another sixty. <laughs> I only signed up to give you twenty five. Hey, fam, that's that shit over. But the, the wild part is, we laughing, but that shit happens a lot for real. Like if somebody come in, especially in terms of a man, I can only speak from a male perspective. Come in and he had that off day. A lot of t- a lot of chicks is not willing to pitch in like that, bro. It's just like, well, why are you not go make more money? Or, or go do more. Or, like, why are you not? You lazy. You supposed to be leading this. You supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? So, again, stay away from those type of women, man. You need your woman. And we done spoke on it before. A woman that's willing to roll up her goddamn sleeves and get the job done in, in order and get make sure that we do what we need to do to get to the destination. And that may require different things from you at different times. But I need you versatile enough to step up to that plate, regardless of what the situation calls for. Now, I'm gonna carry most of it. That's a fact. I'm a man. That's, that's just that's how I operate. But on, everybody have off days. Because like I said earlier, you are not Superman. You are not perfect. You will not be able to carry it all on your own. It's, it's impossible. But on those days, I can't. I need you to step up and I need you to show out to make sure that we stay on course. We shouldn't lose. We shouldn't fall backwards be, because of my down days. Boys be scared to be vulnerable. It's hard. But okay, Good but in that, in that position, how do you know when you could come to your woman and she got to roll up her sleeves. If she, well, hold on, just, just, just so I'm clear. So you're saying what time, what would be an example of a time that she would have to? Or are you saying how do I know as a man that I'm not where I need to be and I need her to? Um, more so, more so like how do you know that she would be ready? Like what signs would you see that she's ready to maybe p- just pick it up just a little bit while you recoup? Because when I said I do, right, <laughs> right, because we wouldn't make it to that point without me seeing it. Well, I guess I was asking for an example, like of of seeing that. Okay, so we so so again, like, I, and 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 I and I often catch catch a lot of heat for this, but I'm a, I'm gonna repeat it again. I wouldn't date a woman who don't make a certain amount of money. Hypothetically speaking, if I'm single tomorrow, I need her within forty thousand of what I make. And people be like, damn, why is it that important what a woman make, blah, blah, blah. And it's not in the grand scheme of things. But what it shows me is your ambition, your drive. You can go out there and make it on your own. You can, you, you are smart. You are intelligent. You have critical thinking. You can put things together. You can steer the ship if something happens to me or if I, you know, because, again, none of us, none of this shit is promised, bro. I can go outside tomorrow and not come home based on whatever, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and with, with that being the case, I got a three-year-old daughter. I got a house that we live in. I got cars that we paying for. I got I got things that's in the works for us to make sure that we straight. Can you cover it if I'm not here? And how I know you can 
is based on your ambition when we in this dating stage, we in this courting stage. I know you can do it because I watch you do. I watch you go to school and get two degrees. I watch you graduate and make close to $100,000. I, I watch this. I watch you pay your own bills, take care of yourself, things of that nature. So I know it's in you. And if it wasn't, we would have never got married to begin with. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's that type of thing. And that's, that's where vetting comes in. And a lot of dudes don't take that serious enough. Looks is not everything. I need to see what is your drive? What is your ambition? What does your work ethic look like? Can you finish some shit? Everybody's starting some shit. We we looking all the time. It's people got, oh, I'm I'm you know, I'm doing this business, I'm selling wigs, I'm selling tummy tea, I'm doing travel expenses, I'm doing it's a bunch of different shit people trying to do. What have you finished and thrived in? That's the type of shit men should be vetting for. And if you ain't finished shit, you ain't thrived in nothing, we cannot be on a serious fashion. Because you can't handle my off days. Mm. That's, you know what I'm saying? So to answer your question, that's how I would know. Because again, like I say, as a man, like when you get in that relationship, you're going to pay for most of the things. That, that's, that's just how we wired, bro. Any real dude is going to step up and pay for most of the things. That's just how we wired. Even if it's 50 50, we split, it's more mm-hmm. like 60 40, 75 25. Mm-hmm. If we're going we gonna to keep it G. But, Everybody has downtimes. Everybody has off days. Can you step up, grab that steering wheel, and make sure that we get there on, at the same pace that I would if I was driving? And if you can't, you will never be my woman. Mm. I'm going to fuck how you look. I can't imagine having a bad day. You coming home and she can't just give you a little extra charge. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <clears throat> I'm on 15. Just give me the 40. Give me the 40 and I'll carry the rest. But you can't even. Oh, I cannot cut the Bro, because that, that's why so many dudes is is passing away early and checking out and self-deleting and all of that. Because a lot of dudes genuinely be in relationships to where they don't feel like the woman can't do that. I got to carry it all. Even if I got 15% today, I got to dig down deep in myself somewhere to pull out another 50 to make sure that we get to where we need to go. And that's a goddamn shame. It shouldn't be that way. That's sure. why you should be picking women who are capable of that, bro. Which again, it's, it's on us. I ain't gonna put that on women because you you chose it. You you proposed. You bought that ring. You did what you did. But these are the type of things that that we should be looking for. Yes, a woman's money matters. Yes, her career matters. Yes, her lifestyle matters. All of it matters. I needed to be elite. I needed to be comfortable. Because the type of shit that I'm shooting for, anything less than that, you ain't gonna be able to. You ain't gonna be able to thrive in. You ain't gonna be able to. You know what I mean? Navigate. If your ass is down here. Hmm. Niggas gotta niggas gotta up our standards, bro. It ain't just about looks. It ain't just about sex. Don't get me wrong, all that all that shit is cool. What's what's underneath that? What intangibles do you have, dog? And if you ain't got them, the fuck am I doing with you? That's just how I see it. Um <clears throat> all right, man. On that note, we're gonna go ahead and get into advice, Colin. That's how the live show gonna be. Y'all boys ready? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, alrighty then. Let me go ahead and make sure that these people don't want to be anonymous, man. Uh, this is from oh, she she kept a G. Courtney, Patreon. What's happening? <clears throat> All right, she says, Hey crew, it's Courtney. This is a long one. But let's just get to it. I want to know if this is disrespectful. 
I was dating a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing already? Oh, so, I was dating a guy. And we had went out to the club and a group of his friends, one of the guys in the group whom he claimed was not his friend, said in reference to me, damn, bro, your girl got some strong legs, thighs, and a fat ass. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he mentioned three things. It what? And they were looking hard. <laughs> Um, immediately I pause, look at him and he has a thousand yard stare, military reference, and he's still walking like he didn't just hear this. So I say, you're not going to say nothing. He says, well, it's true. So I take that to the chin and say, bit. <clears throat> now I'm mad the whole night. Now here's the backstory because this is critical to understanding my frustration. Earlier the same day, he called me pissed off talking about he was about to fight the same guy because he was talking shit, pushed him, said he would beat his dad's ass, etc. Uh, he was so angry that he head-butted a wall and had a fat-ass knot on his head, even when we went out that night. Knowing this, I felt like that guy's comment was a direct attack towards me, and he did it on purpose to insinuate that I can talk about you, your family, and your girl, and you ain't going to do shit about it. I asked him again about it the next day and included, what if this was your mom or sister? He said, well, my mom is thick, <laughs> so is my sister. <laughs> Nah, she, make, she making up this shit, dog. It's no way, bro. Said. She say, I'm I'm baffled. So I called my brother for further validation, and he said, leave that dude. He's a chump. I would have broke both dude's legs since he want to talk about legs and shit. So was I tripping, or is it not that deep? How would you all have handled it? And no, I'm not with that guy anymore, but I tell guys I date that story, and they have surprisingly agreed with him. Now, I do not condone violence, but if you scared, just say that. <laughs> All right. They agree with him? Yes. As far as being honest? No, they agree with the other. They, they, they agree, agree with, with how you handled it. How, how, how her man handled the situation. Basically, because it sounded to me like she won't do the check old boy that said, hey, yeah. girl got a fat ass, some nice thighs. Uh -huh. She want him to check him. He didn't check him. He's saying, oh, it ain't that big of a deal. It's true, whatever the case may be. She's saying she dating new dudes, and they saying, well, you're right. Nah, he should... Only reason why I say he should, well, fuck that. He should have checked them regardless. Hey, <laughs> nigga, what's your problem? It's my girl you talking to. What? <laughs> what? Talk about my whole life that I mean my wife like that. What? And That's then, crazy. And then the icing on the cake is you just talk about you want to slide this dude. Mm -hmm. So that just would have gave me more fuel to the fire <laughs> to beam off on this dude in front of my girl. Oh, I had to beat your ass in front of my girl because you pushed the button. What oh, what oh? Didn't we we just what was the first topic that we had? Escalating. I'm I'm escalating. You already said you wanted violence with this dude. He didn't. It wasn't because of her. You wanted violence with this dude, regardless. Who wanted violence? The dude. The uh, her, her, her man. Her man. The day uh, day before, he said he wanted to beat him up because he was talking shit, regardless. You say he'll beat his ass. He'll beat his daddy's ass. Etc. Anybody else he bring, and then her man got so mad that, it, and he didn't fight him right then, but he left, went home. He was raging, and head butted a wall, and, and told he her about it. His head and told her about it. So now you come back and just want to. After I got a knot on my head, <laughs> get mad at you. <laughs> you want to talk about my girl leg, thighs, and ass? So the, I got it. I got it. The very next day, I I gotta check that. <laughs> I gotta check that, dog. I I gotta check it. I I. We 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 got a problem, bro. I already don't like you. You know I don't like you. Oh, Especially if we was talking. He obviously know y'all was talking shit beforehand. If you came home because of that, this nigga came home head butted the wall. Now if we and now if it was never no situation. It's just some random dude because they not friends. Right. I guess they weren't friends. 
And he just said, I'm still going to check it. Say, hey, man, this is my girl you talk to. We, What's up? My bad, dog. I'm, I'm, all right, cool. Yeah, just don't say that again. Simple as that, dog. I agree with you, Kenny. Sim- simple as that. It'd have been violent. That's outrageous. I would have I checked him. I would have asked him. I would have checked the temp. Mm. That's, that's, that's outrageous. You mean to say, nigga, I said what I said. What the fuck you mean? I'm, I'm right. Look at that ass. And, and then I would say, all right, not, cool. We're going to we gonna have to part ways, guys. I'm not cool with this. Me and my girl can go another separate way. Uh, let me leave before I put hands and feet before, on this motherfucker. Before we have a problem. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm leaving loud. Let, let me leave before we have a problem, dog. Let me leave for this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have a problem, bro. Hey. It's simple. It's simple uh, as that. Matter of fact, I probably would have said, you know what? Don't even worry about. It. I don't even feel comfortable in this situation. My girl don't feel comfortable in this situation. We just gotta part ways. We'll catch up with y'all. They say nine one one gonna be called. It ain't gonna be for me. <laughs> hey man, she she said though when she said we was out with his friend, she put it in quotes. It sounded like to me that he the that he the peon in the group. That he want to be cool with he these jokes. He the jokester. He yeah. the jokester. He the one that's that they look. Down. Hey man, go to the store, get us some, get us some roll ups. You know what I'm saying? That's him. That's who he is. He the peon. You see what I'm saying? He brought his girl around there. They don't, they don't respect him as a man because nobody who friends is gonna do that. That's one thing that's off limits, dog. When you we out with we out with the boys, the girls is there, the wives is there. You don't reference another man, girl or wife. Girl, no way like that. That's that's crazy. You see what I'm saying? Now, if y'all out and y'all just kicking it with a bunch of random chicks, then right. that's, that's a different ball game. You see what I'm saying? Only Somebody. thing I would say that we might reference, if we pull up to a spot and she pull up and you look at him like, hey, damn, bro, that's what you work with? Right. right. Yeah, dog. You know, I, that's see me. You, right. I see you. I see you, big dog. But for you to call out what you got, <laughs> your girl got a fat ass. She got a pretty ass. <laughs> <Now> she got, <laughs> he was full she blown. She good. Smell damn, good. dog. She got a girl. Some big thugs. It's some legs on her. <laughs> she said he kept walking like he did. That nigga, ah! <laughs> nigga ain't want no smoke. <laughs> he said, oh, that nigga is talking. <laughs> he talking about me. He talking about me. He around there. Let's start walking past the girl. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. That nigga like uh, Ronaldo way in red on Friday. Oh, why you come out there messing with me? <laughs> Hurry up. Hey. Walk faster. You got these people looking at your legs, your ass. Fam. Yeah, yeah. Um, to answer the question, nah, man, you ain't tripping. Dude is the peon in the group, and they and they they play with him like that. For him to come home with all that aggression enough to head but a wall, you should have took out some of that aggression on old boy who said he'll beat your ass and your daddy ass and then disrespect your girl the next night. He don't give a damn about my you. He first, don't respect you as no man, bro. My first move would have been a headbutt on him. He's not confrontational, guys. <laughs> clearly, clearly. He headbutt a wall. You confrontational with the wall. You can't confrontational <laughs> with him. Hey, the wall, wall can't do nothing back to you, but give you a little bump. A little? <laughs> Almost knocked him unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga crazy as hell. CT. Um, but for context, though, I don't believe in just crashing out in a situation like that. I think things can be handled a certain way. Now, he shouldn't be hanging with them dudes anyway. But let's say, hypothetically speaking, he is with some real friends and something slip up happens that way. I agree with Kenny O and and how they would handle it. You see what I'm saying? You post a check that, hey, bro, what the fuck is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? And then we go from there. We get it sorted out. We, 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 we move around. But he don't even want to have a conversation with a dude. He's scared of conversation, period. 
that ain't no man <laughs> that you should be with. I'm not saying just beat the dude ass because he says your ass is fat. I'm, that's not what I'm advising here. And you shouldn't be advising that to no man that you're dating because that's stupid. And he's going to crash out and get either himself locked up or himself badly hurt. That's that's not something that, that you, you know, advertise. But it's only so, you know, disrespect. It's just like, disrespect in front of your girl. Like, you got to look at a nigga as less than human. To do that to him. She got nice legs. She got nice calves. She got nice feet. She got nice. She said, You heard that? Her what? Her what? Her what? Nothing. Hey, man, what are you talking about? Oh, he, he ain't gonna say it again. I said, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, girl, with a fat ass. And the red dress. Isolated, y'all. <laughs> he take coming in. Ain't nobody said that. Ain't nobody said that. Ain't nobody said that. Damn. Well, I tell you about picture with a little job. Good job, boy. <laughs> hell nah. So yeah, nah. You was you was perfectly justified in getting far the hell away from that dude because he's not gonna be able to protect you from nothing that's outside. You understand me? Yeah, it's not that like man said it ain't like worth it. Some randoms. Now, if you run to some randoms, dog, you just gotta be like, fam. Mm-hmm. Come on, baby, let's let's go. I ain't trying to deal with that shit. That's it. This nigga was a group of friends. He said, oh, he just you know. Jason just being Jason. Just be joking around sometimes. <laughs> he don't really, he don't really mean it like that. You know, just be man? playing like that sometimes. It's all good. It's the same motherfucker you want to put hands on. I was just joking. I really was mad at, really mad at work. That's crazy. <laughs> easy to be that scared. Jesus Christ. All right, we gon, we gonna go to Ali. Back okay. in the building. Baby Thank bro. Baby cuz. My boy. He said, it's been so long since I've heard my name on the pod. Got to show these niggas why I'm the king at this. <laughs> he said, that chapters don't be chaptering like how my chapters be chapping. <laughs> to all my brothers and sisters and melanated deficient folk worldwide that be listening, Ali is back in the motherfucking building. Okay. So, boom. Life update. My little heartbreak episode is over with. Mm-hmm. Got my head on straight since I moved back to Dallas and I got me a lady now who lit a fire under my ass. So much so that I kicked ass at the job for only a month and two weeks, and they relocated me to Atlanta, Georgia next month. Damn. He said, I'm getting promoted from initial technician to ARM manager. Baby was very supportive of this decision for us because we had uh, because we have an end goal in mind that we're working toward. Mm-hmm. And you can't do shit without money, boy, especially for what we got planned. Mm. To give a hint, it involves a whole lot of land and shit being built on, so that ba- so that bag is needed. But it's going to be long distance for us for about six to seven months until she finishes her master's degree. But best believe I'm flying her to me. Every weekend I'm off. That little flight money ain't even tripping on that because mm. that ass, I'm going to need that mm. until she moves in with me. Uh, big side note, I plan on popping that grown man question towards the end of this year. Oh. So my jersey is going up forever. Oh. She's showing me all the qualities I need in a woman that's worth marrying, so I'm bowing out of the game. We ain't already do this yet? No. Mm-mm. And I hit the lottery with this one. She doesn't want a wedding. Her exact words was, I don't want a wedding. I'd rather us go on a trip for a week hmm. instead than come back and have a small ceremony with our close immediate family. A nigga went ring shopping that same day. That's real. The younger me would call myself crazy here and now I want to get married. It's funny how time changes you. But I got to give y'all credit for some of my maturity over the years. From meeting you four in person multiple times to listening to the pod daily, having off-the-radar talks with Smooth about life and other things, just watching and studying how grown black men move with, uh, how grown and black grown black men move shaped me for the better, and I can't thank you enough. Damn. So with all that said, my question is this: When a decision was made up in your mind to marry your wife, how did 
And do you still handle that pressure knowing what you've gotten yourself into as far as being a husband, a father, and leader of a family? Uh, because I'm not scared, per se. I just think I'm anxious and just a little nervous, not going to lie. Love y'all boys. From your favorite baby cuz, I'm out. Man, love you too, G. Um, <clears throat> so he said, how do you handle that pressure? How did you handle that pressure when you proposed to your wife? And, and how do you manage that pressure on a day-to-day basis as far as leading the family? Well, B. <laughs> Damn, my boy smooth. Because <laughs> my pipe bust. <laughs> so smooth. In a sense. In a sense. In a sense. Um, I think, <clears throat> for one, I always knew that I'd marry her. So it, it, it wasn't as difficult for me. You know, I tell people all the time, me and her grew up together. I've been knowing her since eighth grade. Now, we, we hooked up after school, but I, we, we grew up together, essentially. So I always, you know, saw the ambition and I always seen just how different she was and just how much she supported me. Um, didn't really give a damn about the status of who I was. Didn't give a damn about me being team captain or top 10 in the school academically or none of the shit that I got praised for. All right, nigga. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I, got I was a little cook. I, I was about to let him cook. Wait, let that slide. It be your own boys, man. Um, but I say that to say she didn't give a damn about none of that. She only thing she cared about was how I treated her, our time we spent together, things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? And just pushing me to just be more productive and to, to just build more. You know what I mean? So that right there just opened my eyes and I was just like, Yeah, she is she is different. She she different than the other women. You see what I'm saying? I done I done dealt with, you know, a bunch of women and I, I just I just hadn't found those intangibles in a woman. So I knew early. Um it was just a matter of me getting in the right position financially. Uh, me getting in the right space mentally um, and just, you know, understanding, you know, exactly what it is that I'm signing up for. I think a lot of us go into that not knowing exactly what we signing up for. We thinking, oh, this is just going to be an extension of the relationship. Man, shit going to be different about this shit. But that's not true. You get in and you learn pretty, pretty quickly that those vows you took and all of those things that you said in front of that reverend is going to be put to the test. And at that point, you can't just say, you know what, man, I'm out, man. I ain't happy, but I'm, 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 I'm gone. Like you can in a relationship. It's gonna be, it's gonna be stipulations. It's gonna be consequences. Um, so that kind of encourages you to stay in it more, you know. Especially y'all got kids, y'all got assets tied up, things of that nature. Like you're gonna be forced to kind of sit at that table and figure it out and work through things. Hard conversations gonna have to be had, all of that. But as a man, I think you know how you prep for that is just knowing what you're walking into. You got a perfect opportunity, right? Because you get to talk to people who done been there, who done done it, who done been successful at it, you know what I'm saying? And who done seen it from from every angle. So you can just gather as much intel as you can so you can prepare yourself as much as you can to know what you're signing up for. Um, But it ain't nothing easy about leading the family. It ain't nothing easy about everybody looking to you to always have a solution. It ain't nothing easy about none of that. But that's what being a man is. It's always on us. The buck stops with us. You see what I'm saying? Now, it's important for your wife to be capable of one, to give you legitimate counsel for two, but as a man, like you gotta be able to carry it. That's that's why your shoulders are broader than hers. Or they should be. They should be. I'm just saying, man, they got some they got some big backs out here. Um unbig my back. Unbig my back. That's supposed to be the slogan of the summer. We ain't cut that part out. No, we leave it that. We ain't cut that part out. Um but, but yeah, so, I mean, again, that's why a man's shoulders is broader than his girl's, because we got to carry more. That's that's what come with it. But also, 
as you get older, you begin to realize that you get more fulfillment out of you carrying that shit and being successful and your girl being successful and your kid being successful and everything that you tied to being successful. That's where the fulfillment comes from. So you just got to work to, to get that, man. But first step is prep intel. Get as much information as you can about as much as many marriages as you can. And, you know, you're going to be better better equipped to, to handle it. So that's how I see it. He asked one more question, too. Can you go back to it? I think he was, like, um, being, like, anxious prior to, like, I know he said he anxious, but. Yeah, he said when a decision was made up in your mind to marry your wife, yeah. how did you and do you still handle that pressure knowing what you've gotten yourself into as far as being a husband, a father, and leader of a family? Because I'm not scared, per se. Okay. I just think I'm anxious. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you. Gotcha. So anxious. Give me a little dirty. I love it when you're talking dirty. Say it up. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna find a way. Y'all gonna so find a way in there. <laughs> anxious. You know I'm a sexaholic. Set up. Tis ten, 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 ten. Where you been? Where you been? Just get my message. Get my message. Oh, it's telling me that you were thinking the same thing. Same thing. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. You say you're working. You said you're working. With me. It's just soon as your shift is over. It's over. And I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Reminiscing. Reminiscing about you. And what we do. Hitting the day. They were nobody. They were not signed for that. That was on the voicemail. Singing that. Where you been, ho? On a voicemail. You know how good that ass gotta be. <laughs> I be, be singing that on the voicemail. That nigga's anxious. Fam. <laughs> um, it's 10, 10, it's 10, Not 10 o'clock. 10, 10 on 10, the dime. But, um, but yeah, so how 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 are you handling that, though? Because you getting ready to walk into, you know what I mean? You getting ready to... How are you handling that pressure? Hey, man. Shit. <laughs> like this. <laughs> No, no. Always, said, so, am I walking into? I was uh, a quote. A quote that I learned in, in college, my freshman year. Um, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Mm-hmm. So that's the and and I mean that's the best way you can come into the situation. Um, try to have everything that you can aligned in order um, as best you can. But of course, you know things are gonna come. Life is gonna happen. It's a fact. So, how will you be able to pivot and deal with those situations once they occur? So, setting up the foundation, I think that's the most important thing, and just being able to adapt and just to pivot when things just come up on the fly. Because you're not gonna be, you're not gonna ever really be prepared as you want to be for the most part. Like Facts. That's just not gonna happen. So, um, just being ready, trying to keep a level head. And just understanding, like, your woman is going to be looking at you. So when things is going wrong, she's going to look to see how you're going to react to it. And if you panic, she's going to panic. So you got to try to stay as level-headed as, as possible, you know, to just to ensure that, you know, everything everything cool. Like, I got it. This is taken care of. If you need to have a conversation so she can be more comfortable about it, do it. Whatever you got to do to make sure that, you talk, that your woman's comfortable. Even if you're sweating. <laughs> You could be sweating and sweating, you know what I'm saying, not knowing how it's gonna go down. But y'all, you got, you still got to make sure that she's comfortable in some kind of way. 
um, before I left. Mm. Can you tell you, how did you build up the nerve? Zero. To propose. I don't, I don't recall. What did it do? No, you recall. <laughs> where did it come? I'm, I'm where it was. Like, I don't everything. recall. I don't recall. You left us. Where where was it? Damn, he did leave us. Disneyland. Damn. He did leave us to do that. Nigga didn't even tell us. Mm-mm. He sent us a picture. It's a cold game, man. <laughs> I did tell y'all. Y'all just wasn't listening. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> crazy. <laughs> but yeah, how do you how do you get to that point? Like, what? Did, how do you handle the pressure? Because it's it's pressure p- proposing these days, especially with social media and shit. Like, you need to be, <laughs> bro. It can go left. I I didn't I didn't see it go real bad for niggas, man. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, but how do you build up the the nerve, the, the audacity? The, yeah, I think you build up when you're confident in yourself. That you are making the right decision. Mm. I think once you believe in yourself that you are w- ready to really take this step, that's that's when you do it. it. It doesn't matter what nobody else says. It's when you're confident in yourself that hey, I can be this man for one woman. Mm. I can I can be damn oh ain't more noise. You right? That's me. My be go ahead. Do you think I can be uh? <laughs> <laughs> I can start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I can sound like my stomach. Oh my God, I could be. I could be. Over. I could be. Bo- <laughs> <laughs> I heard a friend. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the corners. You said metal in them? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, KT. My bad, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. You want me to get it back now? <laughs> my bad, dog. Right, my bad, dog. Oh man, retake. <laughs> All right. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that that you could be disciplined as a man to not uh, res- to resist those urges of, you know, wanting to step out on, on, on your morals. Facts. You know. Wanting to, you know, really be that provider for somebody else. Wanting to really, honestly, live for somebody else, mostly. Yeah, I think that's when you, you're confident in the decision that you're making. And understand that, you know, everything's not going to go as you planned. And there will be troubles. There will be days when just shit just ain't going right. No matter what you do, you just, it just ain't going right. You got to be able to live with that. You know, and understand that you won't, like I always say, you... You probably won't always like each other, but you should always love each other, right? And and understand that in a relationship, and you'll you'll get that as you go further on. Like, God damn, I just hate looking at this motherfucker sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you understand that you love him, and you'll do anything for him on those days. So, yeah, I think that was my most. I think that's what made my decision. Like, hey, um, if I look at this person, I see a future with him. And so happened that it didn't go that far, but you know, you live and you learn. It's facts, man. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something else, man. The most important piece of information that you ever hear about marriage. This is the secret to get into that long term, that longevity. Show up every day. It's as simple as that. Show up every day. That's how you get there. You're gonna go through shit. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be good days. It's gonna be bad days. Can you wake up and show up the next day and try to perfect it? Try to keep tweaking it. Try to keep working at it, getting on the same page to try to overcome all these obstacles, and then you're going to look up one day, damn, we've been together 30 years. 
But the secret is simple, but it's complicated at the same time. Wake up, show up every day. <laughs> That's it. Um, rest of it is going to take care of itself. Because I know a lot of times, man, when you be going through shit, Especially stuff that's like a bit traumatizing or a bit, you know, just stressful or whatever. You be like, man, like, this shit is, it's all I can think about. Like, whatever. Like, fact is, tomorrow gonna come and that shit gonna go away. You done, you done beat more worse situations than that before. <clears throat> just by continuing to wake up every day and keep living. It's no different in a relationship. You gotta stay the course. You gotta be level headed. You gotta make sure that this thing is guided. Now, you're gonna have off days, sure, but. We said earlier, she should be able to pick up your slack. And next day, you show up, better version of yourself, and then we continue dominating. We continue building towards what it is that we're building because we together. We took these vows to, to go about this thing called life together. Keep showing up. Man. You're going to be all right. Um, for better or for worse. Simple and plain, man. To an extent. <laughs> Very true. In a, in, a sense. In, a sense. in a sense. In a sense. In a way. In a way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You my boy. Shout <laughs> out to my dog, man. Uh, all right, last one of the day, man. It's from Naya, Patreon. All righty then. She says, Dear Crew Season. I just have to show you guys mad love. Fun fact, I actually came across Crew Season while I was just starting my own podcast, The mm-hmm. Naya Later. Uh, I heard episode one, Don't Shoot, back in May of 22, and I found myself binge-watching ever since. Thankfully, I'm caught up now. I literally shout you guys out in every episode I record on my podcast. Damn, I just want to give mad love to you guys. I admire each member in their own special way. On the real, I'm ready for uh, my boy Kenny to make this mixtape. I'm, I'm feeling that. I like he, Annihilator. <laughs> she she even sung your shit. What she said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Get this nigga out of here. Uh, also, I think Trill is the coolest because he was born in December, just like me. That, I, man. I, I, you, oh, you were doing good until you added that. See, you always hating. That's what you fucked us up. I appreciate Smooth for keeping me on game and for helping me uh, to stop being so green, mm. a.k.a. a lollipop, mm. when it comes to dating. And Otis is truly a real one. Mm-hmm. Again, you guys, thank you all so much for being yourselves. I can't wait to hear new material and to hopefully collaborate with you all in the future. I'm speaking that one into existence. Mm. Much love from Naya. P.S. My bad. Episode one was I Can't Breathe. My apologies. And he's saying he called a fence straggler. Yeah. <laughs> the fence straggler. <laughs> <laughs> well, she ain't had no question, man. She just showed some love. Oh, damn. And I feel like that's a great I way to it. wrap this thing up, man. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, I thank you. It. I really that's do. Love. To everyone that shows us for you real, that for love. Real. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, uh, that boy, got any last words before we get up out of here? Just, Shout out to Cole for giving out, showing all that love on Instagram mm-hmm. the past couple of days. Facts. Facts, facts. I'm still mad she ordered that Trenta uh, Starbucks drink. Trenta. But, uh, Trenta. Yeah. Drink. Right. Trenta. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was that 30 ounce on That 30 you. ounce. <laughs> Walked out with a 30 ounce drink. <laughs> Walked out with a green tea. 30 ounce green tea. Walked out with a, green tea. She got with a, a cooler. She got a jug. <laughs> a whole handle. Got a Kool Aid picture. What the hell? fuck is going on? I would order that thing. I said, God damn! Hey, you know y'all sold these. Oh my god! Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, shout out to her for you know. Shout out to everybody. Love. Everybody that share. Everybody that show love. Everybody that messages. Everybody that we inspire. I mean, just everything, man. Like all that shit is really appreciated, and it it really does. Keep us going and, and adds fuel to the fire because 
it, you know, it's days where people be tired, don't feel like doing stuff, but it's just those messages that keep you going and keep you motivated. And it's like, you know, I, I, you know, got my purpose. I got to, I got to keep feeling it. So that's me every day. Mm. I don't feel like showing up, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. That's facts, man. Um, again, I appreciate everybody for pulling up, kicking it with us, man. Um, say this, this, this has been a hell of a journey, man. Sometimes I just kind of step back and. And just take a take a look at where we came from, and uh, you know her reference in episode one made me re- really think about it. I, I remember, feel like man, that was we just, trash. We didn't know what the hell we was doing. <laughs> I, I feel like it too. We didn't know what the hell we was doing. Um, there was no format, no content. We was just running our damn mouths. And it was a heavy topic too. Yeah, to start off the whole part. Right. But you know, I feel like we didn't. You know, we didn't. We didn't even elevate it, man, and not just from a numbers perspective or a followers perspective. But I just feel like skill wise. I, th- I think each of us have kind of just stepped into a new realm um, as far as this thing is concerned. And, you know, the the, the results and the accolades and accomplishments that we seeing now are a result of that. Um, but y'all are to blame, you know what I'm saying? And, and I appreciate each and every one of y'all, everybody that ever listened, everybody that ever shared, liked, reposted. So any type of love, man, thank each and every one of y'all, man, truly. You know, now we need y'all to show up to our concert. Mm. Facts. Don't Drake got a concert coming up? think so. September 15th, I'm in Dallas, Texas at the American Airlines Center. As a matter of fact, crew season and our partners over at Beatbox have collaborated to give away two tickets to the concert. Now, not only will you get the tickets, there's going to be a couple other incentives as well. Free parking pass. Now, Mm. I don't know if y'all ever been to a concert or NBA game or NFL game, but those can be very, very expensive. Beatbox is covering that for you. Also, there will be a $2,000 travel voucher. <clears throat> Those who are out of town or whatever, this is for you to get there, get comfortable, get situated, and go enjoy the concert. And last but not least, the $500 pregame package. Now, the contest will be running from now until July 3rd. The winner will be announced July 5th. Now, how do you win? Pretty sure everybody's wondering. Um, make sure you hit the link in the bio. There are going to be about 13 to 15 tasks that are going to be required for you to win. Now, each task has a different amount of points. And the two people who has the most points by July 3rd are going to be the winners of the tickets. Um, And also, just to give you guys a head start, one of those tasks is going to be a secret word from this episode that you're watching right now. So that word will be alimony. Make sure you guys write it down so you can get ahead of the competition. Alimony will be the secret word. So... Again, salute to B-Box, man. Make sure you guys are following them on all platforms. This is going to be a hell of an opportunity for you to go and enjoy some great music. You know what I'm saying? By one of the greatest artists that's ever lived. So make sure you guys tap in, enter the competition. And, man, I look forward to who wins. I wish it was me. But since it can't be, I look forward to who comes out on top. All right. And on that note, we're going to get up out of here with a record by guess who? (laughs) Drake. A record called Deep Pockets, man. We appreciate everybody for tapping in. Uh, salute to Patreon. Salute to Crusader Nation, man. Let's keep this thing rocking. We're going to see y'all next week. We are gone. For my nigga Hush. Yeah. Look. Dressed in fatigues, I rep the East with my 
trustees, smoking on crushed leaves. They turn their back on everything we built and they must bleed. I've seen splatter hit the snow and the blood freeze. Scraps over territory they know we must keep. Get home and white air forces get brushed clean. Back when my mama would interrupt sleep to tell me hurry up as the bus leaves. Summertime heat waves, I used to just cut sleeves. My shorty really love me, man, she want me to cut keys. I can't do that normal type of life, is it just me? Niggas steady try to ride the wave, but it's rough seas. I'm losing enough sleep, dealing with envy. And the news that they sent for me got the block in a frenzy. It's on each like it's trendy. Running around from Laurier to McKenzie when the city's empty. Yeah, early 20s. But I want fifties, hundreds, not pennies. I need plenty. Got me ready to flip the F out like Fendi. Whatever's in me is taking over. I gotta bust it down, break it open. Until somebody starts taking notice, then we rolling. Yeah, then we rolling. Then we rolling. Deep pockets on a nigga, I can't find my phone in. Now we rolling. Yeah, then we rolling. Then we rolling. Deep pockets on a nigga, I can't find my phone in, now we rolling Look, back when Big Apple sold dreams, I stuck to my own thing Back when the house that I own now was my home screen Before I'd ever hit the road and feel like the home team Running missions, pyramid schemes just like the Egyptians Back when hotlines were still flipping Now I'm seeing money off of hotlines blinging, but it feels different Transitions, plan switching, ambition, minding my business, building a business, etc. Inspired by a few, but my mind really drives itself like Tesla. Always had a little something extra. Back when Corey was our sole investor, and the car could get from A to B, but won't impress ya. Look, I ain't no baller. Still need my accounts longer, like the way my nephew's getting taller. My soundtrack is a second quarter, dreaming of accepting offers and ease intentions. Keeping family out of East Attention and out of Pine Hills Funeral Center. Spots we got no business entering. Back when Jill Scott was the apple of my Afrocentric. I, I had to find a way to get someone's attention. Then we rolling, then we rolling. Deep pockets on a nigga, I can't 